Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank you for your continued support by bringing you the biggest bath sale ever. Get my six-piece towel sets for the lowest price ever, only $39.96. His and her bathrobes, 50% off. Bath mats for as low as $17.49. And I'm also excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. And now they come in even more colors and wide sizes. They're made with the same great patented technology. And yes, you'll still save $90 a pair. So get the biggest savings ever on bath sheets, bath mats, washcloths, hand towels, bathrobes, slippers, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and get deep discounts on all MyPillow bath products, including our six-piece towel sets. Regular $89.98, now only $39.96. Get all your shopping in while quantities last, so please order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. 
You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. v Hello, Patriots. So what's going on, fuckers? Yes, that is a good vibe track. I love that track. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. Yeah. And it kind of goes with what we get to talk about tonight. <clears throat> um, Out of touch. Hmm. Everybody's out of touch. I was about to say, there's not a whole lot of people that are in touch anymore. 
funny. I've, I, I learned something today. Did you? Yes. You learn something new every day. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You actually do. Yeah. Um, I learned that it's really hard to shovel compost out of the chicken <laughs> enclosure. I did six wheelbarrows. It was a hell of a workout. Yeah. It was like a solid hour workout. I mean, no, that shit's heavy. I mean, it's like a layer of dirt over a layer of organic <laughs> material, compost, leaves, mud, duck shit, whatever. Um, and then I was digging down into the dirt below it too. So, you know, and then. Put it well, in. it's muck. It's not really. It's, it's muck. Yeah. Dirt. It's mud. It's... But like, there's like, there was like a whole layer of. I don't even. I don't even know how to describe it because it. It was like a whole layer on top of the muck that like came up in a whole sheet. So anyway, um, I got to run the tiller over that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you also have to. Um, I, I heard this. I, I don't hmm. know if it's true. I don't know if it got down here yet. Hmm. Um, but I know I everybody up there in Pennsylvania and New York. Um, your new best friend is going to be something we don't have a whole lot of. Hmm. It's called lime. Mm -hmm. Because right now you're going to have to filter your soil. All of that shit that just poured on your soil up there in Pennsylvania, New York, Northern New York, uh, Vermont, Canada. Connecticut, Mana, Maine, Canada, as far north as that shit spread, lime is going to be your new best friend. Because if you don't have lime, you're not going to be able to grow shit. Your your soil is going to be so acidic. Um, yeah, I've, you're going to have I'm... to find a very strong something. And right now, supposedly, there's it's really weird. There's a lime shortage. How there's a lime shortage of after major toxic spills are mm -hmm. taking place in the U.S. Wow. And now they're saying you can't get your hands on. It. Remember how you used to be able to go down? Because believe it or not, go anywhere and get one. If if you go down to your local Ace Hardware and pick up a bag of lime, if you've got a lot of weeds in your backyard mm -hmm. and you just sprinkle a handful of lime, like just walk around your yard, just shake it out of the bag. If you grab it with your hands, it will burn you. Yeah, don't so don't do that. so don't do that. Use gloves. Use gloves. But just spread out some lime in your backyard. You will kill all of your wheat, and your grass will grow greener than you've ever seen it grow. Just don't overdo it. Don't kill it. Don't burn it. And you will do so much good with lime. Lime is amazing. But I went, to, I was just in Ace today. I went over to the fucking, they usually have these really big 50 pound sacks of lime. Yeah. You could buy a 50 pound plastic sack of lime, take it home and completely empty. Well, I'm, I'm actually doing soil testing. Um, Heather's coming back on tomorrow. So we can talk about her progress. She's doing excellent. Um, and who knows, because our conversations just run everywhere. So we'll just sit down and talk for two hours. It'll be fun. Um, but uh, I've been putting together videos as I've been doing things. Um, I did not take a video of me shoveling shit, but I have no problem talking about it because it's, it's hard work and it's part of the job. Like you got to do it. So, you know, you can't gloss over the hard stuff. Yeah. That's, that's, that doesn't do anyone any good. Um, but uh, so next Saturday for Freedom Gardens, I'll be, you know, playing a compilation of videos of from me that I've done where, you know, where we're at right now. So we've I've done quite a bit. Yeah, no, yeah, you've been you've been hard work there. Um, Wait, just, we're, it's weird. Like pollen is we're already uh, having the sex juice on top of the cars. It's, we're, it's, we're, it's like already disgusting. 50 again. degree nights and yeah. 80 degree days. It's and I'm 60 like, degree nights. I could put shit in the ground right now. You literally could. But I know there's still another freeze coming. I, and that's the problem. So that's why I put the potatoes in the ground, because they don't mind a, a good frost, you know, a nice light frost. Um, I put uh, and I'll put like beets 
and radishes in the ground first because they don't mind either. Uh, but most everything else, I'm starting from seed. So I, I, I just bring uh, it outside if needed. The, it, we kn I know there's at least one more good one coming because we normally in February is the coldest month in Savannah. Mm -hmm. So if you ever decide to make your way south in Savannah, is it's cold from about November to February. Oh, no, not really cold, I wouldn't say, but at night it gets chilly um, in November. Like 40, 50. And in February. February is our coldest month of the year. Usually. We normally are. We normally see our coldest temperatures right now. We're seeing it's 80. It was 85, 85 degrees today, mm -hmm. just to give you an idea how warm it was here in Savannah. So if you're looking to go south, um, I'm telling you, Georgia ain't bad. And it's weird because I just saw a video today too, a uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene video, a guy, I guess he's from Mississippi and uh, he's not real happy with old MGT. No, no. Well, she's calling for a national divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's he's like, maybe you should take some of your own advice, bitch. If you don't like it here, leave. And in a way, I kind of agree with him. I, a national divorce would just cause war. Yeah. It, it, there's, we tried it once before. Yeah. It was 1864. It didn't work out. Yeah. Didn't, didn't end well. No. Did not. Well, matter of fact, I, I think most people still say we're recovering from that divorce. Mm -hmm. And that divorce did not work out. Yep. So, uh, I, you know what, though? You know what I'm really happy about mm -hmm. when I think about that, though? I know I'm on the right side of that line where I'm at. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I know that down here, it ain't going to be like last time. No. The technology's come way too far, and we've got way too many guns down here in the South. You have no idea. If we go down this road, it ain't going to be pretty. Hmm. Just saying. I guess we're starting the Kovacs tonight. We are, and I, well, I we really didn't want to. But. I know, but we've we've uh, we've, we've, we've avoided it avoided. for the last few days. And I actually, uh, some of the older clips I pulled, and well, I, I, I'll probably go over them with Heather tomorrow, because um, we'll get into the jabs and stuff. Because I want to. There's so much she doesn't know, so I'm going to teach her anyway. Well, broaden her um, education exactly, but. Um, Anthony Fauci was on the hot seat again today. On the hot seat where? Oh, in front of Congress. That does not look like Congress. Oh, well. I, I'm just saying I'm not being a dick. I'm just, fuck, I've been in a good mood all day today. I know. All Where'd fucking day. I'm still in a good mood. I know. Where'd it go? Where'd, my good mood's still here. What not are you talking your about? good mood, the clip. Oh, well, I got to, every time I do this on this screen, it does that. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Um, oh, get off me. I, I'm, I'm in a good mood. I'm happy. I'm like, all right. So anyway, there's some from, weird shit going on today. I from, don't know what it is. The desk of Anthony Fauci. Oh shit. Yeah. We got to uh -huh. play that. And now a message from Dr. Anthony Fauci. Now, what did this retard say? Probably something really stupid. Really stupid. I'm sure. Dr. Fauci, I don't expect you today to admit that you approved of NIH funding for gain of function research in Wuhan. But your repeated denials have worn thin, and a majority of Americans, frankly, don't believe you. Even the NIH now admits that EcoHealth Alliance did perform experiments in Wuhan that created viruses not found in nature that actually did gain in lethality. The facts are clear. The NIH did fund gain-of-function research in Wuhan, despite your protestations. You can deny it all you want, but even the Chinese authors of the paper, in their paper, admit that viruses not found in nature were created, and yes, they gained in infectivity. 
Your persistent denials, though, are not simply a stain on your reputation, but are a clear and present danger to the country and to the world. As Professor Kevin Esfeldt of MIT has written, gain-of-function research looks like a gamble that civilization can't afford to risk. And yet here we are again with you steadfast in your denials. Why does it matter? Because gain-of-function research with laboratory-created viruses not found in nature could cause a pandemic even worse the next time. We're suffering today from one that has a mortality of approximately 1%. They're experimenting with viruses that have mortalities of between 15 and 50%. Yes, our civilization could be at risk from one of these viruses. Experiments that combine unknown viruses with known pandemic-causing viruses are incredibly risky. Experiments that combine unknown viruses with coronaviruses that have as much as 50% mortality could endanger civilization as we know it. And here you sit, unwilling to accept any responsibility for the current pandemic and unwilling to take any steps to prevent gain-of-function research from possibly unleashing an even more deadly virus. You mislead the public by saying that the published viruses could not be COVID. Well, exactly no one is alleging that. No one is alleging that the published viruses by the Chinese are COVID. What we are saying is that this was risky type of research, gain-of-function research. It was risky to share this with the, with the Chinese and that COVID may have been created from a not-yet-revealed virus. We don't anticipate the Chinese are going to reveal the virus if it came from their lab. You know that, but you continue to mislead. You continue to support NIH money going to Wuhan. You continue to say you trust the Chinese scientist. You appear to have learned nothing from this pandemic. Will you today finally take some responsibility for funding gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator, with all due respect, I disagree with so many of the things that you've said. Gain, first of all, gain-of-function is a very nebulous term. We have spent, not us, you, but outside bodies, you a considerable liar. amount of effort to give a more precise definition to the type of research that is of concern that might lead to a dangerous situation. You are aware of that. That is called P3CO. We're aware that you deleted gain of function okay. from the NIH well, website. Well, I can get back to that in a moment if we have time. But let's get back to the operating framework and guide rails of which we operate under. And you have ignored them. The guidelines are very, very clear that you have to be dealing with a pathogen that clearly is shown and very likely to be highly transmissible in an uncontrollable way in humans and to have a high degree of morbidity and mortality and that you do experiments to enhance that. Hence the word EPPP, -P -P, enhanced pathogens of potemic, potential. So when EcoHealth Alliance took the virus, well, SHC014, and combined it with WIV1 and caused a recombinant virus that doesn't exist in nature, and it made mice sicker, mice that had humanized cells, you're saying that that's not gain of function research? According to the framework, and guidelines. So what you're doing P3. is defining away gain of function. No. You're simply saying it doesn't exist because you changed the definition on the NIH website. This is terrible, and you're you're completely trying to escape right. the idea that we should do something about trying to prevent a pandemic from leaking from a lab. 
There's the preponderance of evidence now points towards this coming from the lab. And what you've done is changed the definition right. on your website to try to cover your ass, basically. That's what you've done. You've changed the website right. to try to have a new definition that doesn't include the risky research that's going on. Until you admit that it's risky, we're not going to get anywhere. You have to admit that this research was risky. The NIH has now rebuked them. Your own agency has rebuked them. But That's, the thing is, is you're still unwilling to admit that they gained in function when they say they became sicker. They gained in right. lethality. It's a right. new virus. That's not gain of function. According to the definition that is currently <laughs> operable, you know, Senator, the new let's one. make it clear for the people who are listening. The current definition. Senator, let's make it clear for the people that are listening. I am a liar. I have lied my ass off. That would be Anthony Fauci, not you. I am a fucking lying piece of shit. I have tried to kill as many Americans as possible. Hold on. I'm going to I'm going to let this was play. done. Okay. I'm a lying piece of shit. I have lied my ass okay. off uh, and I could give a fuck less about the American people. That would be I have Anthony tried Fauci. to kill as many people as possible. And a matter of fact, Wait, not only that, you're not going to let him speak. Seriously. No, I am speaking. No, for but him. no, you're not speaking for him. Fuck. He's a piece of shit, folks. Fine. Oh, my God. Rand Paul has him dead Seriously, to Seriously, you cannot say something like that on air. Someone's going to clip that and take that the wrong way with you saying all of that I, I, I. Don't do that. I, I don't think anybody's going to clip that. I think people are clipped the freaking, yeah, good. I hope people see Anthony Fauci taking responsibility for what he did. Yeah, but it wasn't Anthony Fauci. It was you saying that. I don't. You saying I. Okay, mom. I, Someone's going to take it out of context. I'm telling you. Let him try. Let him try. Okay. Because guess what? Now we have all of that that you just said Perfect. to back Good. all of that That's up. That's why I get it. Great. But it's still Anthony Fauci, and it's still Anthony Fauci okay. lying his ass off. Absolutely. Again. Never changes. And Rand Paul is straight up calling him on it, and he's like, yeah, I did change the definition. Yep. Okay, but that's what I just said. You changed the definition. It doesn't well, matter. Why don't you let him speak? Let's finish the video. Why? It's he's going to say the same thing Have that he you just said. It? Yes. Okay. Does Rand Paul say anything else? Well, he does. Okay. But he just goes then on to lamb blast. Let's get to that. All right. Fine. Fine. I'm just trying to not make it as boring as it is. It's horrible. It's funny, but it's it's also cringeworthy. Sixteen. We commissioned external risk benefit assessment, and then on January of 2017. The Office of Science and Technology Policy of the White House issued the current policy. And coincidentally, I, I have coincidentally not the definition any appeared definition. on the same day the NIH said that, yes, there was a gain of function in Wuhan, the same day the definition appeared, the new definition, to try to define away what's going on in Wuhan. Until you accept it, until you expect accept responsibility, we're not going to get anywhere right. close to trying to prevent another lab leak of this dangerous sort of experiment. You won't admit well, that it's dangerous, and for that lack of judgment, I think it's time that you resign. Th thank you, Senator Paul, and I would like um, to give the time to Dr. Fauci. Yeah, well, there were so many things that are egregious misrepresentation here, uh, Madam Chair, that I, I don't think I'd be able to refute all of them, but just a couple of them for the listens to hear for. You have said that I am unwilling to take any responsibility for the current pandemic. I have no responsibility for the current pandemic, the current pandemic, okay? Number two, you said the overwhelming amount of evidence indicates that's a lab leak. I believe 
most card-carrying viral phylogenists and molecular virologists would disagree with you that it's much more likely, even though we leave open all possibilities, it's much more likely that this was a natural occurrence. Third, you say we We've can- tested 80,000 animals and no animals Senator have been Paul, found with COVID. Senator Paul, the time is first. And third, you made a statement just a moment ago that's completely incorrect, where you say we continue to support research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. You proved it in August of last year. No, no, your statement says, quote, I wrote it down as you were writing. You continue to support research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. You were in committee a month ago and said you still trust the Chinese scientists and you still support the research over there. You said it a month ago Senator in committee. Senator Paul, I have allowed Dr. Fauci to respond. You've had your time. I'm going to give him He's going to be dishonest. Minute. He ought to be challenged. Senator Paul, we will allow Dr. Fauci to respond after you've given accusations like that. Dr. Fauci. Well, I don't have any more to say except to say that, as usual, and I've, I have a great deal of respect for this body of the Senate, and it makes me very uncomfortable to have to say something, but he is egregiously incorrect in what he says. Thank you. History will figure that out on its own. It it almost sounds like he's saying Senator Paul is very aggressive, kind of like cameras. They're very aggressive. Very aggressive. Very aggressive. You gotta watch those cameras. Gotta watch them cameras. I'm just saying, this is okay. not back, back, back it up though to that first part of the clip. We should, dude, because yes. okay, I gotta take a picture of that. I'm sorry, it's freaking hysterical. I don't know, I, yeah, I don't know if y'all caught that, but does what does that look like to y'all? Like, I'm sorry, with the microphone in front of his face like that. Hello, Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help it. Oh shit! Oh my Yikes. god! Oh my god! Wow, that's uh, this is why I married this. Woman. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps me going oh, the right direction wow. okay puts me in a good mood every morning because she mm-hmm. does um so uh this is dr john i think it's uh lindell i think it is let, uh, look at the top the, the description on the top um john yeah. Lit- little from board from a board meeting yeah okay. uh, in minneapolis yeah yeah, yeah. so the hospital mm-hmm. uh, sarasota memorial hospital so they asked him to this meeting at this hospital to speak about ivermectin and he did well let's just let this the video is what play. happened well you, because you you need oh. to you, it needs to be set up okay so so he, he was is, called there this to speak about correct, ivermectin. Correct. This, and he was called there to speak about what he's what he did to treat COVID patients. With ivermectin. Well, not necessarily, but what he did to treat COVID patients. Okay. okay. And he said so that this he, looks used, like a he used ivermectin um, like successfully in all of his patients. Okay. So this looks like a setup. And, and that's what you're going with. Uh-huh. Okay. And then... This up. What were the outcomes that we had? They were, and we used independent third-party... Who basically said we had 24 percent better outcomes than our peer group? Uh, he just showed him his badge. Plain clothes. What did you arrest? This white coat. I'm not employed. I'm not a contracted physician. I'm able to speak my mind. That's why I asked. Thank you for your advocacy for patients and doctors. Well, this is how it's done here. All right. Second thing was is. 
to find wow. my uh, numbers guy. Wow, that's impressive. That's tyranny, folks. Yeah, they didn't like what he said, so they had him escorted out by the police. That's tyranny. Mm -hmm. Folks, that, yeah. uh, that is another example of tyranny. Why aren't why aren't we just enraged? Mm -hmm. do, do we need to read the declaration? Maybe we need to give classes on it. I actually, I was uh, not tonight, but maybe, uh, maybe, maybe on true spiracy on Sunday, I, we'll, we'll go over the declaration of independence. I, I, I don't know. I really don't because no, because this is, I, I swear to God, this is more important than y'all realize. This is, if you have not read it, please get a copy of the declaration. And just fucking read it, please. Seriously. If you read it, it would infuriate you to see shit like this because mm -hmm. this is what we're supposed to stand up against. This is the shit that we're supposed to say, nah, bear. This is the time that we say no bear, because when you're getting kicked out of shit like this, you're trying to tell people the fucking truth. And they are censoring your ability to exercise the First Amendment. Like he said, he wasn't a contracted employee there, so he had the ability to speak his mind. I, uh, man, this is, folks, this is First Amendment violations everywhere. Yeah. Every fucking where. And why are the police just okay doing this? That's a great question. That's a, that, that's a wonderful question. Why yeah. aren't they aware that he has, well, no, because it is a private, it is a private area. So they can have him removed. That's fine. If they had him arrested, that That'd would be, be different. a different story. Yep. They had him removed. Okay. He could still go out in the street and speak what he has to say. People could still go out there and listen to him. Uh, he could go get on the stump. Eddie, um, he's uh, talking about, uh, he said he thought uh, Dr. Fauci was stepping down in December. So he, he, he technically stepped down from the head of NIAID, but he is still a government employee. He did not retire. No, he, he did retire. But what he did, listen, this is the difference, okay? This is why government people... <clears throat> okay, I, I'm different than a most, a lot, because a lot of people don't like doing what I do. When I come out and talk like this, there's there's a good chance that I might one night overstep my bounds. I've been good so far. I've gotten close. I've never breached it. Um, but if I do, I know what happens to me. I am still a government employee no matter what. At the end of the day, I receive an income from the federal government. I receive my retirement from the federal government. Okay. At any day, they can come down and arrest me. They can take my retirement away from me. They can put me in jail. And all of that shit can happen. I am well aware of that. I'm not worried about it, but I'm well aware of it. He, what happened to Fauci, Fauci did it while he was a federal employee at any point now. He can be called back in front of Congress and stand in front of Congress for what he did while he was employed by the federal government. For instance, at any point, if anything comes up that I was involved in and it goes to Congress and there is a hearing in Congress, I can be called back, put back on active duty for that day to testify in Congress. And depending on what I say in Congress means I either go home that night or I go to jail that night. So I know that there's, I, I live with that every day. Every government employee does. It's not a big deal. But the difference here is what I think Rand Paul is inching to. And I know he doesn't have the support right now because currently the Senate is controlled by Democrats. He wants 
he wants to get rid of Fauci's pension. Exactly. He wants to take away Fauci's he wants pension. To weigh, he wants to take away Fauci's money. Absolutely. That's what he wants to do. Yep. But he can't do that right now because he has a Democratic-controlled Senate. Yep. But what he's really doing, and what I've seen, is he's built this case from day one. I've actually, I have a lot more respect for him. I, I didn't in, initially because I thought he was like treading on water. He was just kind of like making splashes, not really waves. But he's been building the case ever since he started bringing Fauci in front of him. And every time he brings in brings him in front of him, there are more fireworks, which means Rand Paul has been getting closer and closer and closer to saying what he got to today, where he finally said, hey, look, Dick, we've got the evidence. You're wrong. Everything you told the American people was a lie. You have lied the whole fucking time you've been in office. Yep. And he sat down in that chair and he did it again. He came up with every reason why it wasn't his fault. You notice he, he was very specific saying, though, I, I have no responsibility for this pandemic. pandemic. Notice how he said for this pandemic. pandemic. What about eight? What about a future pandemic? Or the next one? Mm -hmm. What have you led us into? Exactly. Anthony. Yep. And I got to say this. If this revolution does kick off, whatever we do to Anthony Fauci, that has to be beyond whatever we normally do to any other human being. Because what I, what I, the way I look at him, all I see is red. So it has got to go above. It's got to make us look like we are coming from the pits of hell with whatever we do to him. I'm just letting the rest of America know that because that motherfucker has got to suffer something just in, I, I mean, we've got to go medieval on his ass, period. Fuck that motherfucker. I am so done with him. He's lied way too much. Okay. You're going to like this. Well, we were not set up for that one. So I'm going to go back and try and explain to you what you're seeing here. This is the estimated uh, cumulative excess deaths per 100,000 people during COVID from The Economist since January 1st, 2020. So as you watch this go up here, okay, you see everybody's pretty much below zero, right? Or there's nothing reported, okay? As you watch this go, all right, you're going to watch this jump into the oranges, which you're talking 400,000 people dying. That's, whoo, watch. Watch how fast it jumps, too. That's pretty crazy. Because here you're in, here you're in August 24th, 2020. Look at where your oranges are. This is January 4th, 2021. Where are your oranges? Russia, Europe, we're kind of brown in China. the U.S. Mexico is orange. Ooh, China's orange. Watch it. Bright orange. Bright now, orange. May Ooh. 14th, 2021. Yeah. Or no, June 14th, 2021. Okay, June 14th, yep. Look at that. Bright orange. We're still brown. We're still shit yep. brown. Oh. Kind of turning orange. Oh, look November at that. 8th, 2021. Fucking Russia and China go pink. Fucking pink. Over 900,000 estimated deaths. 
Wow. Wow, Mexico, 900,000. Damn. What is this? Uh, this isn't Nicaragua. What is this? This is uh, Chile. Chile here? Is that orange or yeah. pink? Almost, oh, my yeah. God. Chile went? Fuck. Whoa, 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 what was that? What was that at the end? Did you guys see that? Did you guys see that? The last little blip, like right before. It like blipped and like everything turned pink. Hmm. See that right there? Look at that. Told you. Yeah. Hmm. February 12th, 2023. Yeah. Wow. Anywho. Yeah. That is interesting. Hmm. It's more evidence in Fauci's coffin. Just saying. Personal opinion. But what did this doctor have to say? I wonder. I wonder what he was talking about. So this is, he gave a, a little press conference right outside after he got kicked out. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm glad he did. I hope he told the truth too. Where was he? Is this Sarasota, Florida? No, no. Was, um, is it Minneapolis? Yeah, or, Minneapolis. That doesn't look like Minneapolis. That looks cold. Or that looks warm. That doesn't look cold. That, I think it's Sarasota, Florida. Mm. I, I think it is. I don't think it's Sarasota, Minneapolis. If there's doctors on staff at this hospital who will not speak their mind because for fear of retribution, for fear of losing their job. And what I wanted to tell her as a doctor who's taken care of other physicians with COVID for the last three years, other physicians, cardiologists, pathologists, obstetricians, pediatricians calling me for ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Other physicians, cardiologists, pathologists, obstetricians, pediatricians calling me for ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, but they wouldn't ever let anyone know. This is what's happened. The hospitalists, even in this hospital, do not want people to know where they stand because they have a, they are fearful of eventually being kicked out of either the hospital or their own groups. Wow. Yeah. Finally. Truth to light right there. That is truth to light. Yeah. He is treating other fucking doctors with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. And they won't yet give it he to just patients. got fucking kicked out of the fucking, and they won't oh, give it to their is, patients. He is from Minneapolis, but I don't think this happened in Minneapolis. Uh, it just looks like it looks warmer than yeah. Minneapolis. I'm pretty sure Minneapolis is fucking cold right now. They don't have green shit in Minneapolis. Yeah. I'm just saying. There's a lot of True palms that. and shit down there. I, I think that's Sarasota, Florida. He might have been from Minneapolis, but that's Sarasota, Florida. He's literally treating doctors, other doctors, your doctors getting treated with iver ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, yet your doctor is giving you Paxlovid. Anybody else see a problem with that? And the jab. Anybody else see a problem with that? Yep. Throwing that out there. Because remember, if you remember in the beginning, me and VLAN made a real big big deal about this if you remember in the beginning it wasn't doctors sticking needles in your arm. no no it was emts it was paramedics it was nurses it was corman it was corman there Lots was the corman there's only one place that allows people to do that like that in the military it's a corman in the military it's a medic and they were treating you all like you were soldiers mm -hmm. throwing it out there you lined up like sheep. Not me. Never lined up like a sheep. I didn't say you. I know. I know you. I know most of these people here. None of them did. 
But well, some, of them. some people did. They didn't realize what they were doing. And now they now they're angry, but they don't know who to be angry at. I want you to I want to direct your anger in the right direction. Your anger should not be at the unvaccinated. Your anger should be at the ass clowns that told you to go get it in the first place. Like my aunt. I talked to my aunt yesterday for. Oh, this is big. I, I'm surprised hours. you didn't start out with this. I know. I really am. I know. Because you want to talk. That you're absolutely right. She says that the jab is the biggest red pill ever given. She's absolutely right. Because and now my a aunt staunch. Has, no, she's always been a conservative. No, no. I think she's a, a classical liberal. No, she's not. Because she and Margaret have always fought about it. That's the only thing they won't discuss. Because. Because Catherine is a diehard Republican and Margaret is a diehard Democrat. And they have been best friends for 70 years. And it's the only thing that they, it's the only time they've ever fought about anything is discussing politics. Okay. Uh, Catherine, she was a Trump supporter, always like, I mean, diehard, staunch conservative. Okay. So her husband, my Uncle Kevin, great man. Um, he, he was a sheriff for yeah. 26 years in Long officer, Island and a corrections officer, officer yeah. after that. And um, honorable dude served yeah. in the Air Force. Best sense of humor. He was hysterical. He was. Um, and he had diabetes that he didn't necessarily take care, take of. care of. And I always yelled at him. Yeah. He, he told him he check loved his, his fried chicken. He got pissed with me. Yeah. So, um, and, uh, and he had some other, you know, minor things, but Catherine was an ICU nurse before she retired. So she knew how to take care of him. Right. Um, and so they went to, you know, various doctors and when COVID hit, no, they never got COVID. None of them have ever gotten COVID. Catherine never got it. Her daughter never got it. Her grandson's never gotten it. it um, even her, uh, her daughter's husband, who's a cop has never gotten it because they eat eggs every day and always have anyway. Um, but, uh, they, <laughs> It, it, and you would not consider these people to be the smallest people in the world. No, either. no, 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 no. They're, um, very, they're large, bone. they're husky, they're large bone. Um, and, and not, I mean, it's not like they, they don't go out and gorge. Like they don't, you know, they don't like just eat a crazy amount of food. Like they're literally, they're large bones. They're built. They're bigger people. Some people are like that. Um, but they eat very sparingly actually. But anyway, uh, so, but anyway, anyway, so, uh, when COVID hit and the vaccine came out and Catherine didn't want it and she didn't want Kevin to get it, but the doctors told her if he gets COVID, he's going to die. He has to get the vaccine and they scared her into it and he got the sh first shot and in 10 days he was dead from multi-system organ failure. Yep. 10 days. Um, and shit, that was our first funeral in this family for yeah, the shot. It was. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and now, now she feels this incredible guilt. She's like, I feel like I killed my husband. And her daughter works in the hospital system. So she's, she's gotten two shots, but no boosters. Her daughter's husband's a cop. He's gotten two shots, but no boosters. Their child was required to get the jab in order to go back to school. In Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So he's got two shots and no boosters. He's 14. He's about to turn 15. Um, and so she feels such incredible guilt. She's like, I killed my husband. And I said, you can't, you can't bring that guilt on yourself. You can't let that weigh you down. And, and she is one of the truly faithful I and mean, she has an excellent relationship with God. He's always been a part of her life. 
Um, she never ran away from him. He never had to chase her down. So I told her, I said, look, you, you need to direct that anger where it's deserved. You need to put that guilt where it belongs, not on you, on all those doctors, because they were the ones that had the information. They were the ones that had the ability to do the research like I did. And I told her, I went through all the research that we'd done or a good part of it. I told her, look, two years ago, I didn't even want to know how to say things like myocarditis or thrombocytopenia. They should never run off Roll off, my off tongue. your tongue. <laughs> Not unless you're a doctor. Exactly. And now I say it all this. I say it so much that it's, it just rolls off the tongue. But those doctors, they could have watched that the CDC presentation that we did where the slide popped up in October of 2020 showing all of the possible adverse reactions to the jab that we're seeing now in spades. Almost every single but one. But they didn't. They could have done five minutes of research. They could have just for once questioned when every single person said safe and effective because they know nothing is safe and effective. Nothing. Name one drug. Name one drug on TV that you see that doesn't have a laundry list of side effects after it. Name nothing. one. There's, There's not one. There's nothing. They they try to speed read it and they try to speed it up so you don't hear all of. But basically, everything turns your inner organs to liquid shit. That's the end of it. Pretty much. So um, so now my my aunt actually two years ago they told her that she had a fatty liver disease and she would be dead in a year. Um, now it's gone on to it's progressed to something else and it's on it on its way to cirrhosis. Yeah, it's on its way to cirrhosis. Yeah, and so and she's so hardy when I liver. told her all this research I'd done on the COVID jab, she said, "Man, I should get you to do my research or do research for me." She told me what was going on, and uh, all you got to do is listen to our show. I said, "Well." That's a, that's a little outside my purview, but I know the perfect people to ask. So I called up our good friend, Dr. Sherwood, and I said, hey, well, actually I texted him, but I said, hey, doc, this is what's going on. This is my aunt. She's like my second mom. She, I mean, she literally helped raise me um, because she worked nights. My mom worked days after my parents got divorced. And she, I mean, she was, you know, I was with her every day. She was my second mother. I've always turned to her in times of distress and in times of joy. I was calling her, calling her to brag about shooting the gator. Um, and I talked to her for two hours cause she's my second mom and I don't want to lose her. And, uh, so yeah, Dr. Sherwood said, absolutely. Fatty liver disease is reversible. hundred percent is. You just have to do, be willing to do the work. That's it. So I passed her on to him and hopefully she'll live to see her grandson grow up and, you know, graduate high school and folks, one of the things get married and, and, I, I know she's made it more of her mission, but one of the things we do try to do is give you an answer. I mean, yeah, we don't have an answer for everything. I can't tell you how to fix the government. I couldn't even begin to tell you how to fix the government. I'm not bright enough for that. That's not my problem. My problem is to show you that they're lying to you. They've been lying to you for years. You, you just, you may have not have picked up on it, but that's what I do. That's what I bring. She's trying to find a way to heal people from this shit. And there is a way. I'm sorry. There's got to be a way. Absolutely. Mankind cannot create something that God cannot destroy. Yep. I'm sorry. There's it's not, nothing. It's not, it's, it's, it's not. It's impossible. I believe that down to my bones. Mm -hmm. I believe that like I believe that Jesus is here right now and God's standing above us. I believe that 
down i you can never shake my belief there's a lot of shit you can do to me mm-hmm. one thing you will never ever be to, be able to do is shake my belief in god that'll never happen and there is nothing nothing that we can create that god can't kill nothing nothing god will fi- teach us a way to destroy this just like he taught us a way to destroy everything else there is a way yeah definitely mark jason walker mark my words there is a way I guarantee it. If you got the jab, it's it's not. You don't a, it, have to die. You don't have to die. It's not against all hope. We don't know what the specific answer is yet, but we're investigating we're, every possible avenue that anybody can do to make it better in the long run. Yep. I I I just I believe that down to my bones. And yeah, today is a good day. I woke up on a fucking good side of the bed. I've been happy all fucking day long. And I can tell you right now, there is nothing we can't do that God has fucking already thought about and has already done. He will fix it. I know that. I don't know how. It might be the ultimate termination of mankind. If that's what his will is, then so be it. So be it. We don't have, we can't say anything to the effect to change his mind. People will survive. Humanity won't, but people will survive. You know, it's funny. I sat there this morning and I was thinking, I I, I got in my truck and I practice what I preach, folks. I get in here. I I, I do everything I tell you, I do it. I sat in my truck this morning and I was, I was thanking God. And I, uh, I sat there and I looked up and I kind of giggled and I said, I bet you're getting a lot of these today. And uh, I swear to God, out of the corner of my eye, I saw like, you know, like when the st- the sun just crests over the top of the clouds yep. and you get that first glint of light, it like hit the side of the truck at that exact moment when I said that. And I was like, that's it. I'm done. That's, that's, another, that's my day. sign for the day. Yep. I was good. After that, I knew everybody's doing it. I said it. I, I didn't say it to say it because I want you all to do it. <laughs> I did it because y'all should do it. That's something I do every day, no matter what. Every day I wake up, I don't sit there and go, why am I waking up? I say, thank you. Thank you so much because I know what tomorrow could bring. Cisco, we're all ready to go home. We're all just passing through this shithole, but we're, we all have a purpose and, and we can't go home until we've fulfilled our purpose. It's just what it is. So I, uh, we, we just try to show you it out. there's something else here. We can, we can beat this shit. Yep. We just got to ask. And I'm telling you, he'll tell us, he will tell us in his time, mm-hmm. but there's a way to beat this shit. We will win. God will, God overcomes all end of this. God's God's champ. God wins. Doesn't matter. Just remember that you all know that. I know I don't have to tell you, I know I'm just preaching the choir, but you're not crazy. God wins. It, you're absolutely right. God wins. 143 said it's called the God wink. Hey, whatever that's, that's awesome. i'm telling you like it, it was crazy it was all at the same time when i sat there i looked up and i said i bet you're getting a lot of these this morning and just as i said that it was like boop, and the sun was over the clouds and i was like holy Love shit it. he yeah. heard me i'm going <laughs> amen and i fucking i've been on cloud nine all day today i there was nothing my boss couldn't even piss me off today. <laughs> that's hard for him to do and i wasn't even supposed to be at work today but i didn't go to work yesterday and i showed up this morning he goes what are you doing here you didn't have to be here i was just like well dude i wasn't here yesterday i mean <laughs> i'm accountable to myself i feel like shit but i can work and yeah fucking great day yeah fucking great day I'm telling you that's the way you start off your day. And I tell you, whew, 
Okay. It's awesome. Seth knows we are now throwing girls into the garbage. It's, it's sad to say. I'm in the process of throwing 30 million doses into the garbage because nobody wants them. Uh, we have a big demand problem. We right now have uh, governments, we try to contact, not only Seth who is doing great work with his team trying to get demand into the countries, but also we contacted through the Washington's in, the embassies in Washington, every country, and nobody wants to take them. And so the challenge we have now is it's a very different situation than we had two years ago. The problem we had two years ago is there was no mRNA capacity in the world, zero. The situation is very different today. Modern has $3 billion of annual capacity. Pfizer has $4 billion doses at $7 billion. And the Chinese don't want the vaccines of mRNA. So if you just take the just the Chinese population out, you have more than a dose per person. And as we just discussed, the issue in many countries is people don't want vaccines. In the US, people don't want vaccines. Around the world, we have a lot of people who don't want the vaccine, as the Prime Minister and his team are working against. So we don't have a capacity issue around the planet. It is not true. It was true two years ago. It's not true today. Hey, that's, that's, hey, Seth. you know what? I don't give a fuck. This guy, you know what? I'm in such a good mood. Good. That's, that's a win that's for awesome. all of you. Dude, that's a win for all of us. They're throwing out, what did he say? 30 million vials. Fuck yes. 30 We're million winning. vials. Think about that. There's how many doses, doses per vial? I want to say yeah, 10. They said 10 doses. 10 doses per vial when yes. they started using the entire, like, entire thing. So 10 doses for, per vial. That's at 30 million vials they're throwing out. <laughs> That's three billion. It's three billion doses. Three billion doses they're throwing because no one wants them. Fuck, we're winning. Because no one wants them. Because guess what? You can't make because me feel bad today. Because even the governments don't want them. You can't make me feel bad today. I fuck you. You know what? But notice what he said. He said, we went to the U.S. and we called all the embassies. Yeah. They didn't call the U.S. government. They called all the embassies around the world. And they don't want the doses, the various countries. Why did they call the embassies but not the U.S.? It's a great question. Because the U.S. already owns them. Oh. Well, the U.S. already owns the vaccine, so. Exactly. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I was, the U.S. Well, already owns them. Makes it, the U.S. Make already owns the vaccine. a little bit more. Yeah. The U.S. already owns those doses, and they, that's can't, why. they can't sell them. They're not going to sell them. They're no not going to throw them away either. Look at that. Fuck them. 300 million. Thank you, Griff. Hey, look. I, still, you know what? That's still, That's awesome. That's fucking awesome, guys. That's all of you. Everybody saying, don't get a vaccine, you're doing it. We're winning. Yeah. We're causing this guy to say, look at look at how much I got to throw away. He's talking about his waste and loss over time. And in a company, waste and loss, that, that's a that's a big number. 300 million, you're, what is it? What did you say? Million doses, 300 yeah. million doses you're throwing away? Yeah. When when you're a CEO and somebody asks you, especially if you're in a drug company, and now they're, why are you throwing away $300 million worth of product? No, no, no. It's, oh, more than well, that. it's, it's no a, good. It's $120 a dose now. <laughs> Great. Holy shit. It's $120 a dose at 300 million doses. Oh my God. So how much is that? I, that's One, it's it's too like, many zeros. It's that might that's in the billions. Yeah. One point that's seven. throwing away billions of billion? dollars worth of $1.8 billion worth of fucking. So you're throwing away $1.8 billion worth of product and you're the CEO. You're the chief executive officer of this. You normally lose your job when you throw away that much money. Mm. You normally get into a really big problem and somebody gets arrested. Well, they'll still get their money right out of the government. Yeah. Of our government. We know that's going to happen because we pay all of our, everybody else. Of the entire world. Because we can't take care of Palestine, Ohio. We can't take care of Ohio. We can't take care of Pennsylvania, New York. And why isn't the mayors of, and the governors of Pennsylvania, New York, 
Connecticut, uh, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Maine, Vermont. I'm sorry. Um, have you listed a red governor there yet? No, I, but I mean, they're the ones that are going to hurt the worst from this. And they don't even realize it yet. Yep. You, New Yorkers. And that, Western, big weather, that big weather system that just went through, that was not good because it picked it up all those rain. chemicals yeah. and it just dumped them all into the ground. So Western now, New there York. was a chance if that weather system hadn't come through, there was a chance that most of that toxic cloud would have dumped out into the ocean, which isn't great, but it is such a large body of water that it would have diluted, diluted all the chemicals to but, the level that we need. Correct. But listen, Western New York, okay. It, I, I know a lot of people think about Buffalo and they just think Buffalo, whatever. Remember, New York's actually pretty thick state on the west side. All right. There's a lot of stuff south of Buffalo, a lot of farms, a whole lot of farming in western New York. Yeah. They, they don't even know and how fucked they are. In Connecticut, too. They had. And we grew up in farm country in Connecticut. They had dead chickens in New York. Mm -hmm. Okay, just to give you an idea, they still have birds dying. I've seen videos from friends of mine in Western New York, and they were sending pictures, and they've got dead birds all over the place. Yep. Birds are dying everywhere from this shit. This is really, really bad. We just nuked the Northeast, yep. essentially. Yeah. That's about where we're at. <laughs> and it's crazy that we're even, I, I don't yep. know. Yeah. I, I just, we, right. we deal with it. Play, play this because Cisco's jumping the gator over here. Well, some Idaho lawmakers are now looking into adding criminal charges for anyone who administers an mRNA vaccine like a COVID or flu shot. A bill officially introduced into the Idaho State Legislature would do just that. Tonight at 6, Bronte Sarotsky joins us live in studio and explains what mRNA vaccines are and why some lawmakers in Idaho want them gone. Well, this bill, if passed, would amend Idaho state code by adding a new section to penalize anyone from administering an mRNA vaccine in the state with a misdemeanor. In Idaho, a misdemeanor offense is punishable by jail time or a fine. And uh, we are um, seeing more and more concerns rising because of the mRNA vaccine. Idaho Senator Tammy Nichols, one of the lawmakers sponsoring this bill, says she's had concerns about the COVID-19 vaccine because it was administered under an emergency use authorization before receiving FDA approval. The bill would essentially make it a misdemeanor for anyone to administer an mRNA vaccine like a COVID shot in the state of Idaho. We have issues that... Um... It, this was fast-tracked. There's no liability. There's no access to data. The risk... Uh, benefit analysis has not been done. Uh, there's no informed consent. But other lawmakers in the bill's hearing pointed out that the COVID vaccine did get a full FDA approval after being fast-tracked. They ultimately um, were approved under the ordinary approval process and did ultimately, you know, survive the scrutiny of being subjected to all the... No, they didn't. No, they did Comernity not. Comernity supposedly got approved and it is not it's available not in the United States. And not available in the United States. It's not available States. in the United States. So Sorry. no, it didn't. Normal tests. An mRNA vaccine uses messenger RNA, something we have in our own cells to protect us against illness. And it, it's almost like a set of instructions. So your cells use these instructions to make proteins um, that your body needs, whether it's just to basically function or it's to protect itself against illnesses like COVID. Some examples of other mRNA vaccines include flu shots, 
rabies, Zika, and scientists are even studying these vaccines to treat cancer. But Senator Nichols says she'd like Idaho to go a different route. There's multiple types of um, uh, COVID shots that are available. Um, the state of Idaho has used other types. Um, there are other shots that uh, we can utilize that do not have the mRNA in it. I'm sorry, uh, since when is rabies well, so an far, mRNA the bill shot? has just been introduced. Hey, hey real quick, uh, I'm going to just, I think Idaho deserves one of these. Thunder. Yeah. Thunder. Thunder. Get the fuck out of here. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm kind of thinking we're, we're going to pick up and move one more time. I, I think if Idaho passes this bill, we might be living in Idaho. And rabies, yeah. I could see rabies being used as an MRA vaccine. Well, they MRNA just said vaccine. that. They just I know. said other types of MRA yeah. vaccines include the flu, Zika, rabies. rabies. Yeah, I could see that because uh, rabies still requires a nine-shot series in your gut and that's horrible i've gotten them that fucking sucks and, and no i don't want an mrna based one i just won't get bit by a fucking raccoon ever again because i'm just going to shoot the motherfucker period i mean it's too easy i just feed them hot dogs and they don't bite me well you're retarded you brought one on the fucking porch as a pet it used to let me pet it yeah, it's not a supposed to, hon. Well, it was sweet. You're supposed to shoot it. It was sweet. It, uh, oh, you want the ultimate raccoon story? Here you go. <laughs> ultimate raccoon story. So first time city kids out hunting. Actually, first time city kid gets dragged out because, you know, I grew up in the city. I never hunted. I didn't know how to hunt. Everything I've learned, I've learned from other people. I don't know how to hunt. I don't naturally know how to hunt. Everything I've learned, I've gone hunting with other people. So the first time I ever went hunting. Me and my buddy HP, he was a little Laotian dude. I'm Potachuk. He had like fucking 27 letters in his last name. And they we just narrowed it down to HP. Anyway, great, great dude. And uh he took me hunting like for my first time, like my first ever time out. We went out and we were searching for the area that we were gonna hunt on Thanksgiving because at Fort Campbell at the time, you could only rifle hunt like four times a year. One of them was Thanksgiving. So we were looking for this spot, right? we're out there looking for the spot what are we doing well we're hunting squirrel because that's what was in season it's right before deer season so we were out there and we weren't looking you know what we were doing we were baiting the spot we were getting it all set up we were we were putting sugar cane out all sorts of shit right and uh hp just starts shooting i'm like what the fuck are you shooting at he says you, you see a squirrel way up there i was like yeah i see the squirrel but what are you shooting at i was like i don't see it moving he keeps blasting this thing with fucking tons i mean pellet after pellet i'm like sitting there going damn hp dude you put fucking like eight rounds in this motherfucker he ain't coming out of that tree he finally shoots it the last time and he got it with buck and he got it right across the head he stippled the head and this fucking humongous squirrel falls out of the fucking tree under the ground. Now, mind you, we're in Tennessee. I look down. This ain't no fucking squirrel. It's a goddamn raccoon. The trash panda. I'm like, motherfucker, you just start, shot the state animal <laughs> out of season. He's like, shh. We won't tell them about that. I was like, wait a minute. And, but he made it. It was delicious. He made a fucking the raccoon tasted great. What he did to it, 
I was like, holy fuck. You could barely even tell. Dude, I was like, holy shit. He cleaned it and killed it. Oh my God. It was great. It tasted so good. The worst part were the fucking BBs. He shot it so many fucking times. Every time he took a bite, you were spitting a BB out in your plate. You remember that kid that, um, from New Milford that we grew up with that always used to pick up dead raccoons at the side of the road and bring them home and cook them. I, I did never met him, but I you heard, heard about, about him. him, dude. He, he was so funny. Um, I hung out with him all the time. Actually, he was fucking funny as shit, and he could actually cook some damn good raccoon stew. stew. His mama cooked some damn good raccoon stew. I'll I tell bet you they what. Do. And uh, but he'd be like, we'd be driving down the road, and he'd be like, "Stop the car! Stop the car!" Like what? Be like, that's dinner. Fresh like, kill. I'm like motherfucker. He's like, no, seriously, that thing's less than an hour old. We're, we're you got a plastic bag in here? I'm like, I mean no he's like open the trunk i'm like there's a hole in the trunk <laughs> i don't have a trunk he's like <laughs> i'm like you are not bringing that dead fucking raccoon in my car i'm sorry you want that bitch you can walk home that's some funny shit anyway so this shit's gonna blow your mind too it's gonna blow your mind that's not good i know Hi, everybody. My name is melissa mcatee also known as melissa strickler the pfizer whistleblower from project veritas I wanted to make a short TikTok explaining something that I feel like isn't being made very clear in my interviews. I worked at Pfizer for almost 10 years, five years as a quality auditor. Here is my driver's license before I got married and changed my last name. Here is my work badge with my pre-marriage name. Yes, I was 19 in that photo, by the way. Here is the backside to show that it is Pfizer property and my CDA sticker, which proves that I can deal with controlled drugs. Here's an extremely embarrassing photo of me at work wearing that badge. Here is a product that has the same exact lid color, vial size, and is liquid. It is on the exact same light test table that I always light tested at as a quality auditor. Normal looking solution. Almost all product looks like this. And here is the hokey pokey that they're mandating to people. Notice anything funny about that solution? It's glowing. Here is another product, um, same size vial, different color lid, same table to show you that it does not impact the color or the glowing because there isn't any. This is what they were advertising the vaccine looked like. Obviously, now they have real pictures out there, but this was what they were advertising it looked like when I took this photo. Little fun fact, here was our shoelaces at work. If you know, ignore the reflection of my glove here, you can see that this solution is almost totally clear with a very slight tint of yellow on the white side. Here's another one. And here's a really clear image to show you how clear it is. But oop, it goes over to the black side, same table, same light, same surrounding, same vial. And it changes when it goes in front of the black background. It's glowing. Another product, same table, same light. Look how clear it is, looks like water. Here's another product on the black side to show that it remains clear. And here it is on the white to show that it stays the same. I was taking a picture of some particulate matter there, you can see it. Here is how normal three milliliter vials have their labels placed. See the, see the spaces? It's centered on the vial and has quite a bit of space in case we need to light test it after it's been labeled. It glows. It glows. Luciferous, anyone? Yeah, that's exactly what that's that is. That's what it is. It's Luciferous. Luciferous. Yep. Luciferous is glows it under glows. light. Yeah. How do we know that? It's um, it's 
fucking bioluminescent. And bioluminescent, exactly. Yeah. It is part of the bioluminescence yeah. that is down in Jamaica. We were down in Jamaica. We went to this uh, bog. It's a bog that um, emits bioluminescence at night if you swim through it. It's very cool. And it, it really is. It glows blue. It's yeah. fucking crazy. It's very cool. When the boats are going through it, behind it, you just see a stream of blue light. Yeah. She's got a video. Somewhere, yeah. From when we did it. Um, but if you take this, you can take the water back to your room. Yeah, you can't, I know this is old. It doesn't matter. It's you so can't important. take it back to the States, but you can take it back to your room. And for 24 hours, you can shake this thing and it still glows. It glows like you were in there last night Yep. because it's alive. But once it dies off and you shake it up, it's just water. There's nothing in it anymore. It's dead. You killed it, but it, it, it's pretty nuts. That That's fucking crazy. I saw somebody else talking about like, uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, but around here, especially, Oh, I had it chewed up to a certain spot. And now I don't know where it went. Fuck. Maybe not this one. Because this is the where he kicks her off the stage, but it's somewhere in this interview. And I had it queued up and now it's because you closed it. Yeah. Of course, live production. Anyway, um, but there was this uh we have in our neighborhood, I've noticed I've been driving around a little bit more at night, but we have black lights that are in light lampposts. Yeah. Have you guys seen that? Have you, have you guys seen the black lights in the lampposts? Like when you're driving down the road, like I looked down this road this morning, it looked like I was looking at like a Hollywood mansion or something. It's because, only one. Yeah. In the whole parking lot. Yeah. In the whole, in the whole street, yep. there's only one, but there's one when you, if you were to walk under it, you would probably see your skin glow. I would guess if you got the jab. Yeah. I would guess that's what you see. What it's for. They're saying it's a glitch, But there's but... a bunch of them throughout the town, I've noticed. Mm -hmm. I've seen a bunch of them all over the place. I don't know if that's going on in your guys' neighborhoods, but start keeping an eye out for uh, that. Wix saw them on Tybee at night. Yeah, I, that's the other place I've seen them. Yeah. That was the other place I saw them. I saw them downtown, too, in downtown Savannah as well. They have them in streetlights downtown Savannah. And they have this weird green-capped light. Weird as fuck. Uh, next time you're down on Bay Street, uh, Wix, and next time you're down on Bay Street, I'll be Patrick say, okay. There's a weird, and I don't even know if we're gonna do all that much. I I, I got a I, I got a weird something. Anyway, okay. there's a, a green light in right down by the Hyatt on the west end of the Hyatt, so closer or the east end of the Hyatt, closer to uh, what you call it, the Marriott. The no, yeah, going towards the Marriott, but what's that uh, Greek restaurant right there after oh, the Hyatt? So go the west end of River Street, past the Hyatt, going towards the the JW. No, going to Olympi towards Olympia. Yeah, but going towards the Marriott. Okay, it's on the other side right, of Olympia. the Hyatt. Yeah, it's gotcha. in between Olympia and the Hyatt. Gotcha. There's a gr weird green cupped light. And it's just this post and there's a light post in the middle of it. Doesn't say anything on it, but it's green. And in the light post is a black light and it's got a silver. So it spreads a light out at night. Weird. Wonder what that's for. Just throwing it out weird. there. We got weird shit going on here in Savannah. If we got it here going on, yep. it's probably going on in your town. Just throwing it out. So there. I've tried to play this like two other times anyway. And and it never worked. And here it is. So I went now, to the original, the interview that Dr. Astrid did with Dr. Jane Ruby. So finally you got so, it where they got yes, kicked off. Yes. All right. So let's see. Yeah. Your chair and confronted him. Let's take a look at that clip right now. And again, people can disagree and this is fine, but 
And from what we looked at, there are no nanochips. There is absolutely no graphene oxide in the hundreds of vials we've looked at. I don't agree. And you don't have agree. to agree, but clinical cannabis. Wait, wait, wait. It's the first person that spoke the truth in this whole conference. Well, no, I no. This is ethical to have a disagreement. I said I respect that you did a beautiful no, presentation. No, no, no. And the analysis I've done. I've worked at a microscope for 26 years and seen 500. You're not an expert of nanoparticles and of oxide graphene. You cannot be this an expert. This woman is risking her life to tell the truth in this conversation. I don't understand. Well, we have I'm to work together. We agree in the freedom movement. Okay. Degrees, I agree. No, 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 that's not because it's not useful to it's our radiation. cause to put not red herrings out there, and that's why. Ninety. No, it's not relevant. Your sports car, your boots, sir. Uh, it's not my sports car. That was a joke. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, to focus on. Okay, so this is. No, I think the joke's in his hand, but. So he that, explain again, that, all please. Right, so. So that everybody else understands Dr. what Astrid. was going on. Because again, Doc we don't know okay. who this is Dr. Astrid Dr. right Astrid. here. Dr. Astrid Stuckelberger. Okay. This is Dr. Astrid right yes, here. Correct. She's the one. And she was giving a presentation at the Stockholm okay. conference last week. Uh, to, Two weeks uh, ago. So I'm sorry, like a month last month. Yeah. Last month. Um, and she she was giving a presentation on nanoparticles and graphene oxide in the shots. Okay. She was about two-thirds of her way through her presentation. Um she got through two thirds of her way through her presentation and Dr. Ryan Cole jumped up on the stage. He wasn't a part of that panel that was there at that point. He jumped up on the stage. He took the microphone away from her and he was like, no, you can't this. I haven't seen any evidence of this in the shots whatsoever. You can't talk about this. This isn't ethical. And it, she's it, like, you're it, not, you're, you're not an expert. You're a freaking pathologist. You're not an expert in graphene oxide or nanoparticles. You don't have any idea what you're looking at. Oh yeah. So Dr. Ryan calls a shell. Okay. So now we know where he lies. Exactly. That's fine. Yep. So if you listen to Dr. Ryan Cole, I would make and I'm so disappointed. I because... would make it uh, as big of a deal as you would Project Veritas. Videotape you unfriending Dr. Ryan Cole. Yep. If you follow him. I don't. I don't know who the guy is. Don't care. I mean, Liana, you should absolutely try and come down come come down for St. Patrick's Day. Um I just don't know that we're going to be partying until three o'clock in the morning. You know, I mean, I, I just I, here I, I, in my in my abode. Yeah, I feel safe. Yeah, um, you should definitely come down. If you want to come down, be, feel free. Man. Yeah. We will host you all day long. You have an open ended invitation. You just tell me when and you're here. Yep. I'll put you up wherever you want to be. Um, but I, I just um, I don't know. I have a weird feeling uh, it, something in the air this year. I, I don't know if I want to spend a lot of time downtown. Okay. I, I think I want to be more a homebody this year. Um, celebrate St. Patrick's Day the way. It's new and different, but okay. I, I celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I'm down. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I have a weird feeling. It's just I, it's something weird. I don't know. Right. I'm just telling everybody else, hey, be careful. Okay. Seriously, be careful out there. There's, there's crazy shit going on. Oh, and by the way, why is the left melting down today? Has everybody heard this? Tucker Carlson was given all of the footage from January yeah. 6th. We'll get to the, is that, this is, that's, that's what we're folder? on. Okay. Yep. So Tucker Carlson was given all of the footage from January 6th, all of it, not just this or that. He got all uncensored, unfettered access to whatever, 147,000, no, 44,000 hours, 44,000 hours of video from Which January 6th. Which is interesting 6th. because initially they said that they were hiding 14,000 hours of footage. And then 
Someone said that Tucker was given 44,000 hours of footage and someone else said, but it was only 14,000 hours, but now Tucker's confirmed it was 44,000 hours. Hmm. A lot of body cam footage, a lot of shit that we didn't see on January 6th. Yep. Stuff that we've tried to tell you from the get go because we were there that, Hey, that shit did not happen that way. That is not the way that should happen. And now you get to see it firsthand. Check this shit out. I don't think there's any audio in the first part of this. So yeah, it's so. just a cop writing. He's got his Axion body camera on. It, it takes a minute for the audio to kick in. Not until he actually can like talks to someone. So he's actually got a, well, he's got to hit a button, I believe, to turn okay. the audio on. I believe he just, he doesn't have to. And now this is uh, a Capitol police officer, if I'm correct. If this is the same one I saw earlier, this is a Capitol police officer. Yes. I'm going to fast forward a little bit through this because he doesn't talk for a little while. Yeah. He doesn't hit his button till the end. There he goes. So my first question when, when I saw this, right? Mm-hmm. Why were they so far from the Capitol? Um, first question. Wait, nope, don't even answer. Why are they so far from the Capitol? Yeah, because they're almost time. four blocks away from the Capitol. And what time is it? It's before the curfew yeah. order went out. Yeah, oh, it's 12 19 yeah, after because the curfew order went out at three o'clock. We were still at we were still over at the um Oh, um, no, we were walking. We were walking. That's right. We were walking across. Yep. We were coming down Constitution at this point. Yeah. They were four blocks away. Watch yeah. this. Hey, how you guys doing? Quick question. Give me a second. Just doing a little investigation. Asking this respectfully, is anyone armed? Anyone yes, armed? Yes, we're all police. Police? Yeah, <laughs> law enforcement. Yeah. Can you yeah. show me your credentials? Okay. FBI badges, every last one of them. Those are FBI creds. Uh-huh. I can see them. Those are... Listen to what this guy says. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. That's all what I need. The <laughs> you you got to do a little bit better at hiding that. You got to do a little bit better at hiding that. Yeah. Hey, Fed boy, we can tell what you are. You're a Fed. No, he yep. meant the gun. Yeah, That's I can why see they it. Were doing the investigation. I can see it right yeah, there. Exactly. I can see it right there. Yep. Fucking Feds. Yep. yep. All Feds. Yep. Every single one of them. Yep. And this is surprising. No. Where are they going? Four blocks from the fucking Capitol. Yep. Four blocks. Four blocks. Just saying. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. And they were walking towards the Capitol, just in case you're wondering. I was on that fucking, I was on that, I've walked down that road. Um, I, I've I, I've lived there. Folks, I know exactly where they were at. Yep. The FBI building is not a block down the road on the left. They're walking towards the Capitol. Mm-hmm. And they look like us. I think one of them had a red hat on. Hmm. Just saying. What's this? Stop. 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 
that sounds different than what we heard because they said, no, 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 go, go, go. But here you have patriots stopping people from coming in the Capitol. Saying, no, you pushed us in. You were pushing us in. That was a cop that was pushing us in. <laughs> earpiece. Yeah. You oh, see? yeah. He's oh, shit. He you is. Look at that. And he was pushing him in. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. Look at that. Look at that. What a fucking piece of shit. Huh. Yep. Hmm. Uh, set up anybody completely can anybody else screen set up for me yeah please set up to set up it's a trap it is it's a trap we got more because tucker is talking about it and this is infuriating the left this is making the left lose oh yeah ever living mind we're gonna give some of that too this is meltdown fucking nine thousand right here yeah because god forbid this this footage made the airwaves so for really more than two years now we've been complaining about and we think it's justified the fact that the u.s congress has held thousands tens of thousands of hours of closed circuit camera footage from the public they have not released any of it um from january 6th and january 6th of course is a transformative event in this country it's been used to change the country so there are about 44,000 hours. Uh, and we have, you may have read this today, been granted access to that. And we believe that access is unfettered. We believe we have secured the right to see whatever we want to see. Um, so we've been there about a week. Our producers, some of our smartest producers have been there uh, looking at this stuff and trying to figure out what it means and how it contradicts or not the story that we've been told for more than two years. We think already that in some ways it does contradict that story. And so we're going to spend the rest of this week taking a look at it, assessing it as honestly as we can. And we're going to bring you what we find next week. Tucker, yeah. I, I know you don't listen to us. I know I'm just speaking to dead air here, but not dead air because I've got plenty of people that are listening. To Release me. it to all of us. But Tucker, if you were smart, if you had, why are we lagging? So? I don't know. That's weird. That is weird. Um, if you had like half a brain, okay, you would release all of the footage unfettered, just released it, let it go. We're not as dumb as you think. Let us make our own minds up. Let us see the footage for what it is. Well, right now, Mike Lindell is suing Kevin McCarthy because he gave the footage exclusively to Tucker. Come on, Mike. Don't do that, man. Dude, I, I, I get it, Mike. I know what you're going after, bud. But, dude, no, no, we can't do this. Yeah, we can't fight amongst ourselves now. We've we've got to figure this out. There's got to be a better way to do it than a lawsuit, dude. There's got to be a better way. Whether we're gentlemen or not is immaterial. Just ask for it. Fuck Freedom of Information Act. It seriously thanks for you it you can and you should be able to you now. should be able to now before you couldn't because they said it was a matter of national security but since it's been released to tucker then you should be able hey, to FOIA it now. you know what hey anybody anybody smart on this FOIA shit anybody know how to write one of those up anybody uh, i i'm serious because i'll i'll sign my name to it let's FOIA it I, i'm a member of the press let's FOIA it i run a fucking i i run a fucking a show that we produce and we have an opinion. Yes, we're an opinion-based show, but let's FOIA it. Seriously, I want to see every hour 
of that video. I will run it on this station. We will do a whole day. We'll do a 24-hour podcast if we have to, to get through 44,000 hours of video. I mean, 44,000 hours is going to take a lot more than 24 hours. Right? It it's might take 44,000 hours. We might have to do a 44,000-hour fucking podcast. That would be epic. Uh, I, I, okay. That would take a, an exceptionally long time. Well, I... I I don't see another way we could do it. Why not do it that way? Just air it back to back. And don't say anything. Just stay off the fucking air. You just let it play. Video after video. You let people make up their own minds. You let the American people do what the American people are supposed to do. We all have different... You know, the guy from Mississippi I spoke about earlier tonight that was saying that shit about Marjorie Taylor Greene. We would literally be on air for five years straight. We would be playing... January 6th video for five years if we let 44,000 hours run continuously straight through. I'm down for it. I, I want everybody to see it. I want everybody to see what happened January 6th the same way you and I did. I gotcha. I we watched it. I know. I know. We watched I know. it happen in front of us. I know. We know what the crowd was saying. We know that there was no violence in that crowd. I can tell you that right now. Any violence that was brought to that crowd was brought. When you Play had the next people, one. you'll see what happened. Play the next one. You'll see what brought the violence. When you had people on the steps, fucking echoing the Lord's prayer. I'm sorry, there was no violence on those steps. It just, oh man, shit's crazy. It's nuts, huh? Who set us up? <laughs> Look at this shit. Even the cops are asking, who set us up? Who set the cops up on Jan 6? They set up. They set up 64. Oh, absolutely. And then they asked her to come two hours later. Was it the same people who set up the rally attendees? Right away. They set us the fuck up. We ain't got shit. Is this why so much January 6th footage has been hidden for so long? They set us the fuck up. Yep. Who do you think he's talking about? Congress. I think he's talking about Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly who I think he's talking about. Yeah. I think he's saying that Nancy Pelosi set us the fuck up because there were bike cops spread out four blocks away from the Capitol. Yeah. Four blocks away from the Capitol. How the fuck? No. I'm sorry. That's why we got to play the video. Said, There's a clip of one cop braining a guy with a club and sending him off a three-story ledge. I saw, saw that. that. I that's saw one that of the happen. guys I think that That was got the killed. one that I was freaking out about. I was like, dude, he just hit that guy and he fucking threw him, fucking off, the threw him off the ledge. When everyone was saying, oh, um, only Roseanne uh, Boylan, Boylan was the only one and, murdered? And Ashley no. Babbitt died. And I was like, no. Remember? No, there's another dude. They threw that... that dude off the ledge. They absolutely were throwing people off the fucking ledge, off the scaffolding. Off the scaffolding. Yep. There's no way that those people lived. I'm nope. sorry. Uh, that was like a 30 foot yep. drop, folks. Yep. That's not that's not fun. Uh, crazy Chuck with a K. 44 hour, 44,000 hour broadcast. Do it. Fuck yeah. See, I agree. We I, would just, we would have to set up a, a whole different channel and we would just let it run. We could do that. Yeah. We could. we could so do that. I know. We'd have to set up another computer and another channel and another spot of the house. But yeah, we could so do that. Mm -hmm. Where it just runs the video. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah, we could do that. I, I think that's the most important part of this. We have to get all of the video out there. You can't leave any questions. One of the biggest things I was really big on, and I know some of you didn't like it. 
Some of you did. The biggest thing when with what happened to Justin, one of the things I told James and her, I said, whatever we do tonight, we have to be honest about everything that happened. We'll tell it. It sucks. It's going to hurt. But we have to do it because I don't want a question left. I don't want anybody to sit there and say, well, no, he didn't. He's still alive. No, I don't want this to become a conspiracy theory. That already happened, but happened anyway. And we, I mean, we did our best. I mean, we went out there, we told you all the facts. We knew what, what we knew at the time. And as more facts came into us, we let that out too. But that's what's got to happen. We've got to do this with this video. If there's 44,000 hours of video out there, we need to get it out there so the whole American public can go view it for themselves. Whether we set up a video uh, a website where you can go click on the video you want to see, I don't give a fuck. But all 44,000 hours of that video should be made available to the American public. Yeah, Tucker should set up a website. With Period. Just, just the footage. Just let it all out. Because we, I want you all to see what we saw that day. Because once we, it's out, it's out. I can't tell you. I can't explain to you what we saw that day accurately enough but that video will show you all of it okay play the last uh january 6th clip this yeah. is the last one from okay. the, the folder so we'll get this we'll, one out of the way we'll do our tribute now that was thrown completely indiscriminately into the middle of a crowd that was not something. It was a peaceful crowd until that point, yep. until they started launching fucking grenades into the crowd. Well, no, they were throwing tear gas. Tear that gas. was tear gas. Smoke bombs, whatever. That's tear gas. The first one you saw there, the one that, see this one right here. Okay, so let me show you this one right here. That little grenade that you see right there, that is what we call a hornet's nest, okay? A hornet's nest is a riot control device. It is a grenade with a, you know what the bouncy balls, you know what the amazing balls were like back in the day, like if you, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> if you bounce like a ball off the wall, it bounced like 50 times around the room. That's what's inside one of those grenades. When those things go off, they send those balls everywhere and they don't stop bouncing. We used to use those in rooms when we were clearing out uh, dudes that just like if we didn't want to kill them, but we wanted them out of the room, like we wanted information out of them. This is the type of thing we would use. We would throw that in a confined room, close the door and let it go off. Those bouncy balls will make anybody submit. You get hit by about 22 of those. Let me tell you something. That fuckers hurt. You are going to fucking give up everything. Yep. Because you get hit everywhere in your body. Your nuts, your fucking tits, your pussy. It doesn't matter. You get hit in all the major parts of your body. It hurts like a motherfucker. These bitches are not fun. That's what they were throwing in the crowd that day. I tell you what, I would have been calm until I got hit by one of them. Oh, and yeah. then I would have gone hit. nuts. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
I don't see a lot of people pushing against those gates, do you? Mm -hmm. No. I don't see the massive no. humanity no, no, that no. was against those gates that you saw in, on January 6th. I don't know if it's in this video or if it's in if it's in uh, another one that I saw, I think on Instagram, but they actually shot one of the grenades into the cops by accident. Like it it bounced off someone and went back and they all all the cops moved away from the barriers because all the smoke was in their faces. They were coughing and sputtering and moving away. And then all the people went forward because the cops weren't there anymore. That's... Yep. Remember, remember, they weren't, they weren't cussing. They weren't cussing anybody out. They were being peaceful, according to the cops. They were being respectful. That looks peaceful and respectful right there. Uh -huh. I don't know about you, but that looks peaceful and respectful to me. Wow. Not at all, folks. Not the fuck at all. No. That doesn't look peaceful and respectful at all. No. Hmm. All right. Time for a tribute. Ooh, um, until we do have two more. You okay. Might, okay. You I might, might have, have that video. Uh, this is the one that I wanted everybody to see. This is big. This is the one. All right. So you know the, the grand staircase at the Capitol. Right. Yeah. Everybody's seen it now because everybody was marching up there January 6th. So remember, they showed you that that scene that was just like all these cops getting taken over by all these people pushing, rushing the, the, the stand. Like what she said. Watch this. This is going to blow your mind. You'd be like, no shit. You'd be like, wait a minute. Vlin's right. Yep. Vlin's right. I was right. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, 99 percent of the time. Watch. Uh, who was uh, Jaden X's dad? He was a, a Navy Admiral, or he is a Navy Admiral. Hold on. Shit. Why is this in two time speed? Hold on. This is in like weird speed. I don't what know why. It's, do? I don't know. It's going fast. I don't know why. Okay. All right. So watch. Watch how the, the guards come in and out. They filter in and out. Then the smoke moves in. Okay. You got some smoke over here, and then more smoke. And then look. See how the people kind of move forward because the smoke was getting in there? And this all happens. Rich, Rich has a 40. Rich, over here. 40. 40. Put it out. When they're talking about a 40 mic mic, that's a 40 millimeter grenade. That's what they're shooting. Put it out. Now it's tear gas. It's not a 40 millimeter HEDP. It's tear gas, but it's still a 40 millimeter grenade. If you get hit by that fucker, it's going to hurt. Hey, Rich. Yeah. Put it up in the fucking scaffolding. Right. Hey, I'll make sure. Oh, no. Yes. Oh. You're going to throw it back. Oh, fire it up in the air, Rich. Over there. Right. Record this. I don't have my gun. Just go. Just fucking shoot. Fuck. Shit. So that's the one that gets them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that first bloom of smoke you see. Okay. Let it keep going because you'll see. I'm going to. This is that first bloom of smoke that we saw in the first part of that video. You remember when the, the cops pushed back and you saw the corner move in? This is what that's from. <laughs> you, you hear all the coughing and shit in the background. You yeah. hear everybody like coughing up a lung and the cops start walking away because they all just gas themselves. They just got gassed. <laughs> hey, real quick, that sounds a lot different 
than protesters throwing smoke bombs at the cops. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yep, sure does. That changes the that entire whole narrative. thing. Yep. Uh, they, 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 they gas themselves. They're fucking idiots. Yep. Tough shit. I, I, I guarantee Sweatnik's in there somewhere. He gassed himself. I wonder if that's Sweatnik's body cam. Shook. I doubt it. Well, it would have been one of the one main ones on there, but that is a huge problem, though. Okay, so here's um, here's the Democrat reaction to this. The rea- the, this is why the Democrats are melting down right now, just in case hey, you're wondering. Pause these videos that are running up here, because that might be why we're lagging down here, because we're running too much bandwidth, bandwidth. with these playing. Okay. Yeah, because we, we don't usually have them playing when we're doing No, this. that's not true. I always do. I always have them playing because I always like to see where we're at. So I, I can see if it's lagging okay. or if it's normal. Okay. Anyway, I'll, it's I'll lagging, try it. I'll so, give it a shot. And I yeah. mean, if it's lagging, then we'll give it a shot. I just, anyway, all right. I don't like the lag. I hate when it lags. It pisses me off. It makes me angry. I'm a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. I want it to look good. We're trying to give you guys a good product to watch. Keep you interested. See what he has to say. He's an idiot. Joining us now is Benny Thompson, the Democratic congressman from Mississippi and former chairman of the January 6th committee. Congressman, thank you for making time to be here. We really appreciate it. And I just would love to get your first thoughts and the reaction from inside the Democratic caucus about the decision on the part of the Speaker of the House. Well, thank you very much for having me, Alex. Let me just say that the Democratic caucus in its entirety was absolutely flabbergasted that the speaker would make 44,000 hours of video available uh, to any news media without any standards, any protocols, or any notification of Leader Jeffries or House administration or anybody. Uh, Democrats, just like others, heard about it in the press. So that's not how you do it. We put ourselves uh, at risk as a country, as congresspersons in the Capitol, there were a number of items that our committee put together as we viewed all of this material. Uh, we set up a separate uh, section to be viewed by individuals who have been cleared. Each one had a password to look. We worked out with the Capitol Police to make sure that we did not compromise security at any point. It's clear now, as far as we know, there's the possibility of security risk because cameras are located in a lot of areas. As you know, a lot of us had to be marshaled out of the Capitol uh, during the insurrection, Uh, all of that, is on footage and and it compromises the integrity and security of the Capitol. Uh, I think Speaker McCarthy has some explaining to do, uh, quite honestly. I mean, it's it's awfully strange behavior from a party that purports to be the party of law and order to directly compromise. Whoa, 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 dipshit. Let's go back to what you started off with, okay? So you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me what I, I just said to Velen. I said, you did not just put this motherfucker in front of me and give me a chance to retort. You're right, Lindsay. They were so careful, but they never once spoke with me and they put me in the 
fucking forefront of their video. But they never investigated me. They've never spoken with me. Nothing. So, so really quick, um, I want I want to go back here, and I, I know you can't really see Bielan right now. I, I hate that. I I'm gotta okay. fix that. I'm gonna have to fix that. I'm gonna have to figure that one out because I want to be able to see you when we do the cutaway screen. Let me bring you back here to the beginning because there's something he said right off the bat that just set me right the fuck off. And I, I just, I hate this guy already, but it, it doesn't matter. And hate's a strong word, I know. But he is a true Democrat. He is a true um, uber-liberal that will not admit the truth. He's lying to the American people. Listen to what he said here. This is really important. To be here, we really appreciate it. And I just would love to get your first thoughts and the reaction from inside the Democratic caucus about the decision on the part of the Speaker of the House. Well, thank you very much for having me, Alex. Let me just say that the Democratic caucus in its entirety was absolutely flabbergasted that the speaker would make 44,000 hours of video available uh, to any news media. Let me correct you right there, fella. Okay, because apparently you have lost your way. This is why we named this episode Out of Touch, because he is completely out of touch with what his job is. Motherfucker, understand this. You fucking work for me, dick. Those video hours are mine, motherfucker. I pay your fucking salary. I want to see every hour of footage from January 6th right the fuck now because I am an American citizen. I pay my fucking taxes and you can fucking suck a dick. I serve this country. I want to see every hour from January 6th right now. It's not about you and your fucking rules committee and how we've got to put rules on what the American people see. Because if you listen to him, let him go. This has happened before. Listen to what he says. Without any standards, any protocols, or any notification of leader Jeffries or House administration or any. Any standards or any notifications. Because we've done this before. We have fucking done this. That's what he's saying. We've done this before. Normally, you hand out standards and At notifications. Three times that would be JFK, Martin Luther King, and 9 11. Standards and notifications, folks, it means they've done it before. This isn't the first fucking time. Mm -hmm. Bernie Thompson is, up. he should go to jail. He is a felon. He should go to jail. He has lied to the American people. He has lied in testimony. He has lied on the fucking hill about the video. Yeah, but right now he's lying to the news media, which is technically allowed because, you know, the smith Munn Act was completely dis dissolved by Obama. So, Well, that's true. Anyway. That's why we're technically allowed on the air, by the way. I know. Just so you're allowed, aware, because the way we broadcast is mm -hmm. based under that removal mm -hmm. so we just took up the part that he didn't want us to do he didn't think the republicans would do this but yeah. we're doing it absolutely fuck you fuck obama him. president no obama mm -hmm. just fuck you All i was right. just thinking of you know what um what's her name said yesterday now it's time hit it get okay you got it hit it you know what i'm talking Smoke about it if you got it if it's green and sticky icky icky roll it up Pack it up, it up, light it up, smoke it up. For a boy. For our boy Justin. We miss him every day. Although he's not come to visit me lately. 
Never forget you, brother. Never. You brought me back in touch with this. I love you for it. You and her. I mean, she did. She had a lot to do with it, too. He was the icing on the cake. He really was. He was a little nudge you needed. You thought that was going to come with him. You saw how jealous I was when he was smoking on his show. I was like, man, I haven't smoked in forever. I'd love to smoke some weed again. Mm -hmm. Do now. Because of Justin. Thank you, Justin. <clears throat> All right, you might you might need that sticker right there. I already have the the cat's one of my bomb. favorites. It's actually, fucking awesome. It's in our channel stickers. I love. I we love. like two billion channel stickers. I, bet we do. I steal everybody's. Stickers. I know you do. I don't so create any of my own. I just steal everybody else's. So channel. bad. One of my ultimate favorites um, that we have. I'll, I'll stick this sticker up there. How's this? This will make you happy because Leanna. Because, you know. So our featured sponsor of tonight's show is Dr. Sherwood with the Functional Medical Clinic in Tulsa. Um, the Doctors Sherwood. Go to uh, Sherwood.tv slash Patriot Party. Get his free ebook. Um, get a link to get the Kingdom Fuel. All kinds of good stuff. Oh, yeah. Get your Kingdom Food. Fuel, kingdom Fuel is shit. Telling you. Use it every day. Yeah. It's it's perfect for lunch if you guys get it. It's a complete meal shake, seriously. It, it, if you guys, do I it. put it in my smoothie because I like it and like a double complete meal shake. So, you know, where the fuck is it? Damn it! I think it. I think it removed. Oh no! I think I put it in my favorites. I think I put it in here. Okay. See, I got a chicken one for you. See that? I'll put that one up there for you. Okay. okay. That's for you, babe. A chicken smoking a bong? No, he's just dancing. All right. Because I, I might need I might need a chicken smoking a bong, honestly. Could you hey, even do Liana, a chicken smoking a bong? Liana, could you do a chicken smoking a bong? I mean, that would be fucking hysterical, actually. I, I just wondering, somebody do a chicken smoking a bong? Anybody? Somebody's got to have a chicken smoking a bong. Linz B just posted a badass chicken one. I already have that one. Damn, that's in our channel. We do need a chicken smoking the bong, though. That would be pimp. Yeah. That'd be pretty pimp, especially for Saturday shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be the time. Do you do you do the tribute on Saturday? Um, no, but I probably will with Heather. Okay, but you should. I smoked during the show on Saturday, but yeah. No, you should do a tribute. Yeah, it's one of our broadcasts. Do a tribute. Yeah, it's not the Patriot Party podcast, but yeah. it's still something Justin would have fucking supported. You know, he would have supported it. Absolutely, a thousand percent. Fuck, you know, he would have supported it. All right, political theater's next. Okay. Lots of political theater. There is. And we got tons coming, folks. Mm -hmm. Shit's just getting worse. Uh, people are now starting to talk about shit we've been talking about for almost a month now. Um, we're a year now? Welcome to... No, no. Well, yeah, but there's just talking about World War Three, so that's a lot of political theater today. Um, there's more shit that's going on, by the way, just in case you're wondering. Uh, Russia did remove their people from the embassy in England um, today. So... Uh, that uh, with a guy that's been in a room with a mass murderer before. Yeah, my hand's not shaking yet, but it might start. So just keep watching. Um, we've got a lot of other weird things that are going on in the economy, too. That's the scary part. Um, a lot of this shit is starting to turn out. Um, it, 
and I don't remember it because I wasn't alive, obviously, but I, I've done enough, I've done enough history courses to know about it. In 1939 in the United States, what was the economy like, babe? 1939, yeah. right, right after the Great Depression? Yeah. Pretty fucking sucked. Pretty fucking horrible, right? Yeah. Okay. There's some uh, echoing numbers that we're about to see here shortly that we haven't seen since the Great Depression. Mm -hmm. And um, it's scary because what happened right after the Great Depression, what was the reason we got out of the Great Depression as quick as we did? It took us five years, but actually eight years. But what got us out of it as fast as we did? The war. The war. Yep. So just keep that in the back of your mind, folks. But watch this, because this is interesting, too. But here's the interesting thing. Neither party in Washington cares what their voters think. Here, for example, is Republican Michael McCall. He is the Republican Party's head foreign policy genius in the House. A man completely controlled by the intel agencies. But here he is on television explaining that in a democracy, it doesn't matter what voters think. And a new poll is showing support among Americans for arming Ukraine is dropping. How concerned, Congressman McCall, are foreign leaders you're speaking to that American support for Ukraine, particularly within your own party, is weakening? I would say that support is still very strong. And this delegation, this bipartisan, very strong support for Ukraine. I think where you're seeing a split from the administration, though, and I have to say, that, Pamela, this is bipartisan as well, is that for the past year, we've been very slow at getting these weapons in in the name of it being too provocative, whether it be stingers, javelins, these uh, short-range artillery, now longer-range artillery, attack them. They can take out the Iranian drones in Crimea and also aviation like F-16. If we put this stuff in from the very beginning of this conflict, uh, a year from now may have been very different. So you'll notice that whenever there's a bipartisan consensus on something in Washington, it's a bad idea. Usually it's the worst idea. There's no bipartisan consensus on saving middle-class America or rescuing rural Americans from fentanyl. There's no bipartisan consensus on that. Nobody cares. The bipartisan consensus is that we should send the contents of the U.S. Treasury to a corrupt Eastern European country to facilitate World War III. Now, why is that? Well, the truth is Washington is so dysfunctional that funding a war, destroying things, is like the one thing they can do. And that's why they love it so much, because they can get something done. Of course, it's purely destructive. So we wanted to talk to Congressman Michael McCall of Texas, the foreign policy genius, more about this. You don't care what your voters think, really? That's why we asked him to come on tonight. <laughs> why do you support a war that your constituents oppose? How does this benefit the United States? Were you proud that you helped Russia and China align in a block that's more powerful than the United States? Is that good for us? How does that work, Congressman? He can't make it, unfortunately. Congressman Mike Turner can't come either. He represents Ohio. Senator Mitt Romney of Utah didn't respond at all. Senators Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell were, of course, hard no's. No way! We're not going to answer questions. Shut up. We'll do CNN first. Now, you should know that everyone we just mentioned is a Republican. They can't defend this, of course. Only a very tiny number of Republicans voted to stop this insanity before it destroys the economy of the United States and triggers World War III. And they've been punished for it. And a lot of Republicans care. Because on MSNBC, if you're against World War III, you're an agent of Putin. Watch. Ten House Republicans voted against military aid for Ukraine. The usual suspects, but I'll read them out here. Andy Biggs, Dan Bishop, Warren Davidson, Matt Gates, Paul Gosar, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Thomas Massey, Ralph Norman, Scott Perry. 
and Tom Tiffany. The point is, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Vladimir Putin, and too often than I think anyone would like to acknowledge, Tucker Carlson, are all on the same page. <laughs> We're on Putin's side! <laughs> It's funny how the people who hate the United States the most and spend the most time tearing it down. Oh, it's tainted by the original sin of slavery. It's a terrible country. 1619 party who truly hate the United States are the one who accuse people trying to save the United States from being destroyed in a pointless war of siding with a foreign dictator. Ignore them. They do not speak in good faith. They're liars. It's not that they do not speak in good faith, Tucker. It's that they don't speak in faith at all. And I think that is the most important part of this. It's not that they don't speak in good faith. There's no faith there at all. They don't believe the same way we do. They don't. I can tell. I, I can just see it. Let's um let's skip over to World War Three folder before we uh, before we continue on political theater since really quick going there. Um, uh, over on D Live, Melissa said, investigate the four suicides of Capitol Police within a week of the day. Bet they were killed because they were going to whistleblow. Absolutely. I I you know what? Uh, I've already heard a family, uh, one of the families of the first uh, suicide that was done in the car. Uh, because of the trajectory of the bullet would have required the officer. So get this. Does did he have did he use a rifle or did he use a, oh, no. a handgun? He used a rifle. How the fuck do you shoot yourself in the head with a rifle? So so he was okay. Now get this. He's in a car. I'm gonna guess he, like me, has a collapsible stock. Okay. So tell me something. How do you get to an angle like this before you pull the trigger? You you know how hard it is for me to even touch my trigger here? That was the trajectory of the bullet that entered his back of his mouth and killed him. How do you do that? In a car. They shot him from a building above. No, they shot him from Was behind. It they were in the car. They shot him from behind. Because when it, when, when it, listen. Okay. Oh, because it looks the same going down that way as it does going up that way. So, no, no, no. Think about what's between his head and the bullet. Remember, the initial impact is not his skull. The initial impact, look, take it from an expert, okay? I can't tell you anything else. But I can tell you this, take this from an expert, okay? The headrest would have been in the way. There's a reason for that. The initial blow to the bullet, where the bullet started to mushroom, would have been in the headrest. With a tumbling bullet that's fired from a rifle such as this, an entrance and an exit wound is extremely difficult <laughs> to tell the difference. The only thing that would have told them that this is what happened would have been the, first of all, the exit out of the car. 
because the bullet would have exited his skull at still a very high velocity. It still would have been traveling at nearly at least 900 feet per second, which means it would have pierced the metal in the roof of the car. Yeah. Exiting the vehicle. So that would have been one telltale sign. The second telltale sign, the medical examiner in the wound would have found burnt um, plastic. And that would have come from the headrest because when the it's what we call reverse paper patching, you've all already seen the movie. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. It's reverse threaded paper patching is what we did. It's a spook move. Yes. So that guy, I've already heard the family has started to ask questions about the medical examiner's report that talks about their brother and his brother's a big gun guy. Apparently. So he was like, wait a minute. He was in a car with a rifle this long. It's, this exact length. All right. That's a 16 inch barrel. That's what they said he had on it. And he took the gun into a crown Vic, which was the vehicle he was found dead in and tried to do it to himself. And he couldn't do it. And he's like, no, there's no way. There's no way. So they tested it and it didn't work. All right, then. Well, but you know what? It doesn't matter because today is the one year anniversary of the start of the fake war in Ukraine, which Stu Peters came out on Twitter today and he was like, look, see, the war is 100 percent fake. We've been saying that for a year. I've been saying since Literally it started. Literally a year. Since it fucking started. Because now apparently there's buildings in Kiev that have been entirely rebuilt in the middle of constant bombing campaigns. So they look perfect and beautiful. No soot, no dirt, no no nothing. Perfect, beautiful buildings that were destroyed less than a year ago. How do you rebuild during an active war there's not even a, a cia team that's that good i mean I, <sighs> there's not anyway but, a cleaner team we call them but, but the cleaner teams they were never that good but that's okay but that's okay because we still have to continue to send all of our money there so this is janet yellen saying send more money because mm -hmm. we have to yeah it's what we got to do it's the right thing america it's the right thing just remember that it's the right thing sure janet Economic assistance is making Ukraine's resistance possible by supporting the home front, funding critical public services, and helping keep the government running. In the coming months, we expect to provide around $10 billion in additional economic support for Ukraine. Putin himself thought he would achieve a victory at minimal cost, in the words of CIA Director Bill Burns. One year later, Putin's war has been a strategic failure for the Kremlin. Ukraine still stands. Yeah, it still stands. It sure does, because it was never destroyed in the first place. You 
kind of have to blow something up for it to not stand anymore. It's 10% for the big guy. Kind of the way it works. How, you know? how much is 10% of $10 billion? Fuck. More than I'd ever see in my whole entire lifetime and more than most of us would ever see in our whole entire lifetimes. And, you know, we started this out and you didn't even let me tell the story of what I learned today. What did you learn today? I already told you. Okay. You know. I Yeah, I, I kind of thought I'd know. I, I kind of didn't want to share that one. Okay. Yeah. No. You think it's uh, a better play? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then we won't. Yeah. No, I think, I don't think we need to share that. Okay. Not right now. Um, oh yeah. Here you go. Here's, here's your friend, Abe Lincoln. We will though. Eventually. Yeah. No, no, no. We will. We will. Just not tonight. Um, because I think that's important for everybody to know. And just, you know, at some point we, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just as long as we're on the same sheet of music. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that. It's nothing. Anyway. We're just being more mature. That's it. Exactly. For the first time. Ever. Ever. <laughs> That's horrible. We're so horrible. We're horrible people. Sorry. Oh. I'm my bad. I know. It's just us folks. Oh. <laughs> on February 24th, 2022. Russia launched its full-scale invasion. Due to fierce resistance by Ukraine's defenders, President Putin failed in his primary objective to conquer Ukraine, end its existence as an independent country, and absorb it into Russia. Then, he dusted off his Crimea playbook from 2014. He called snap referenda in four occupied parts of Ukraine, deported Ukrainians, bust in Russians, held sham votes at gunpoint, and then manipulated the results to claim near unanimous support for joining the Russian Federation. When President Putin couldn't break the Ukrainian military, he intensified efforts to break Ukrainian spirit. Over the last year, Russia has killed tens of thousands of Ukrainian men, women, and children, uprooted more than 13 million people from their homes, destroyed more than half of the country's energy grid, bombed more than 700 hospitals, 2,600 schools, and abducted at least 6,000 Ukrainian children, some as young as four months old, and relocated them to Russia. And yet, the spirit of the Ukrainians remains unbroken. If anything, it's stronger than ever. Okay, I'm sorry, did Putin abduct those people or did they go to Russia on their own because they identified more with Russia than with Ukraine? Hmm. Are, are, are they allowed to identify? I mean, because, well, yeah, they, they could be transnationalists. Uh, most of Ukraine um, is transnational. Is I know. Russian. I, so, I, I know. You know, I, I got yeah. you. Yeah, but for him to say that they abducted people, because you know who's actually abducting people? Ukrainians. Zelensky's, yeah. Zelensky's people. The Nazis. They are abducting children. Yes. 16, 15, 16, 17-year-old boys off the streets, and if they don't have proper ID... They go right into service. The they military. go into service, and they have to pay for their own weapons and their own armor. So they're literally just being pushed out as cannon fodder. I mean, they are just slaughtering their own children. Mm -hmm. they're, they're young men. Their future... They're slaughtering them. Yep. Their own people. They don't care. That's who's abducting people. That's what's anyway. going on. That's what you don't see. Yep. 
That's the part of this. That's the disgusting part. That's the part we don't want to see. Yep. We don't want to see any of that. We don't want to hear that. We don't want to know about that. We don't want to know the dirty shit that goes on, but you want to know that you're protected. And right now, how many of you honestly feel today, if we were invaded, the United States military could fend off what was coming at us? How many of you? Seriously? No. Serious question. I mean, ask yourself that right now. How many of you veterans feel that you'd be called back to service? Not to fight for the military. We will fight. We're going to fight as militias, though. And if I know you guys and you know me, we will fight as militias. We're not going to fight for you. No, 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 no. This isn't about you. No, we're going to fight for our home. This is about us. We're not fighting for you. We will be called up. We'll, we'll have militias again. We will call the fucking shots then. And you all know what I'm talking about, because the one thing that is great about this shit, one thing that America has been steadfast on, and this is something different from a lot of countries, our veterans, we don't stop fighting once we retire from the military. If anything, we step up because we ain't retired. We just took some time off. That's all. We're just sitting in the background collecting dust because right now there's no place to put us on the battlefield. But let me tell you something. When this shit kicks off again, what do you think it was in 1875 and 1876? What do you think it was that stepped up? What do you think the militias were conser conserved of? I mean, everyone's the watched one, the Patriot, I would hope. The 1% led the American colonies to victory. That's the percent they've been trying to kill. They've been trying to neutralize. That's why the VA's in shambles. That's why all they do is give you drugs and more drugs. That's why every time you go there, you feel more like shit when you leave than you feel like fucking A. You know, I feel like I'm alive. We are going to go back to fucking militias. And that's where we take over again. That's where the American people take over again. That will be a beautiful day. But we still got time before we get there. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. We and do. it's sad because mm -hmm. we got to deal with this shit. Yep. Rob O'Neill is with me now. Now, Rob is the Navy SEAL who killed Osama bin Laden. Rob, welcome back to the program. Always good to see you. I got to tell you that uh, two generals on the program this morning told me that if we give the Ukrainians what they need, they will win and they will win quickly. What do you say to that, Rob? Great to be with you as always, Stuart. My question to the generals would be, what is winning? Because generals never seem to have an answer. What is winning? It's always as long as it takes. We've been pretty good at uh, doing mission creep since uh, after World War II. We, know we didn't do Korea well. We lost in Vietnam. You know, we invaded a couple different countries, and then we didn't have a reason for going to Iraq. We did for Afghanistan, but we boggled that after two decades. So I would ask these guys with the stars on their well, shoulders, what is winning? Well, I'll tell you what. General Keane did tell me what he thinks of winning, and that is you expel all Russian troops from the territory that they've occupied in the last year. That's winning. Push them out all of them, from what they've uh, taken so far. Yeah, but pushing them out, that becomes offensive for a non-NATO country with a lot of money that we're sending there from U.S. taxpayers with no inspector general on the receiving end to tell us where it's going. 
I mean, first of all, we need to audit the Pentagon. They, they, they can't they can't show what, where 39 percent of their budget goes for the past, I think, five years. So why is this money that we're sending to Ukraine going where we want it? And now we're not talking defense. We're talking offense. We're giving the best tanks in the world to people that can defend with them. But then they can also go to the Red Square like they're saying. This is a very, very dangerous game they're playing. But just like anything from war to the vaccine, there's no money in the cure. There's just money in the treatment. And they want this war to go as long as it goes because a lot of people are making a lot of money in government contracts. And there are people on the ground. Most of these people that say they need to go as long as it takes have never seen the enemy up close and they don't understand what it's like on the ground. Would your position change if China gave Russia lethal aid? That's just a dangerous spot because we've got people like uh, Janet Yellen, who's uh, an economist, not a warrior, saying that when China comes in, uh, that it could be World War III. And that's what Zelensky's saying, too. We already know China's doing that and they already know what we're doing. And it, it, it's an issue when you get they you notice these war hawks in the beltway, they keep saying tactical nukes, like it's better than a regular nuke. And I don't think they're seeing what's actually happening there on the ground. This is very, very dangerous. You got to figure, we're funding Russia and Ukraine. We're funding Russia because of our, our uh, economic policies. We don't export enough oil, so people are buying it from Russia, like India, China. Uh, some of our allies are buying Russian oil. You're, we're, we're, it's a self-licking ice cream cone, and we're feeding it from both sides. And it, Someone needs to take a sharp look at this and, and at least be accountable to the taxpayer. That's, that's what frustrates me, because we don't know, we don't, we know, we don't even teach winning. Would would you stop aid now? I mean, today we announced a new, uh, $2 billion weapons uh, package for Ukraine. Would you say no? No more. We're stopping now. No, I'm not saying not saying no, but also this is not a NATO country. And, and just like NATO that is also supporting a non-NATO country, they're not paying their 2% GDP, which they always promise. And this is a result because we always let them push us around. Um, accountability, where's the money going and where? Defensive weapons, fine, but we don't need tank-on-tank -tank battles. This is not World War II. We have Javelin missiles and teams that can run them. If we want to destroy tanks with Javelins and A-10s, we can do that. But we got to decide what's what. And we there, There's no uh, there's no game plan. There's no preparation. I mean, there's barely preparation. And there's a, we're, I mean, we're taking the ball off of uh, Taiwan, and China is laughing the entire time. They've been watching us fight forever, and they've been studying and stealing while, while we do so. And we just need a little accountability is all I'm saying. This is a real fierce debate that's going on now, and it's, it's ratcheting up as the, as the time moves on. Rob, we appreciate you being with us today, and thanks for your perspective. Always appreciate it. Anytime. You got Great it. talking with you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Rob O'Neill can pretty much say whatever the fuck he wants anywhere he wants, and no one can say a damn thing to him. No, I no, you know, and I like it. I, I, I don't necessarily like him, but I like it. I, I like what he said. He was on fire. He went off. Yep. He was absolutely dead on. He was talking about every conspiracy theory that we've ever talked about in the military industrial complex and how big it is and how it controls this country. Because if you do not believe now, that the military industrial co complex does not control this country. I got a buddy. His name's Bubba. It, it controls down the whole the road. world. It controls the whole He's going to come up and he's going to talk to you with a ball peen hammer. He'll, he'll be there in a minute. No. Because I'm telling you. No. This is no more Bubba. Fucking. No. I, I, I'm not joking. This is no shit. The military. I have seen. Folks. I've seen military. I've seen fraud, waste and abuse at levels. You wouldn't even believe. You, you would, couldn't even comprehend. You, you can't. I, I can't even explain to you. I have been in charge of pallets. 13 of them to be exact. They were exactly six and one foot high. And they were exactly five and four feet or five feet, four inches deep. All right. Why is that? Because it was exactly 
exactly $1 million in 20s. I had 15 of those pallets under my charge. No joke. I have seen fraud, waste, and abuse, folks. I have reported it. And I was censured and I was demoted and I was pushed out and I was pushed around, but I never stopped. And there's a lot of other people that saw the same shit that I did that knew exactly what I was talking about. And they said the same thing and they stuck by my side. And those are the guys, those, those are my guys. Those are the dudes that, come hell or high water they know all they got to do is make a phone call mix there done problem no more and uh we all have that unspoken code but it's it's more about that's this that type of shit i i don't know about the whole bin laden thing i've heard stories I, i'm not at liberty to talk about 90 percent of it what i know about it because i know about 80% more than 90% of you know. Um, but I, I can tell you this much about the guy. What he just said there, there's not a part of that I disagreed with. And if that's what he's the example of, I'm down. I, hey, he everything he just said, you've never, ever not heard me said. I, I guarantee it. It's especially the self-licking ice cream cone part. Come on. Everybody's heard me say that on the show. Everybody yes. has. Yes. So it's not something you've never heard before. Just saying. It was fire, though. That was that was great. That was, was a great piece. Yes, I thought you would like pull. that one. That mm -hmm. was a good pull. Like that. Yep. Brought some fire with it. Mm -hmm. I hope Maria does, too, because if she doesn't. Yeah, we're back to political theater. Well, the stonewalling has begun. Hunter Biden missed the midnight deadline to provide records about his overseas business dealings and influence peddling to the House Oversight Committee. This now Don't setting figure. the stage for a potential subpoena from Republicans. Chairman James Comer also wants similar documents from President Biden's brother, James, and Hunter Biden's business partner, Eric Schwerin. Comer says the documents will shed light on the Biden family's influence <laughs> peddling. I'm here with Mike Baker, Mark Tepper, and John Levine. And John, you've written a lot about the Biden laptop. You have it, right? I have it. I keep it in a Ziploc bag <laughs> in my apartment. That's wild. That's great. <laughs> Tell us about this stonewalling that's going on. He's probably going to get a subpoena. Is he yep. going to blow that off too? The next step is a subpoena. Well, that's going to be much tougher to blow off. You know, you can ask Steve Bannon what happens when you blow off a House subpoena. Um, you know, sooner or later, he is going to have to come in and testify. And you know, House Republicans made this very clear to me when they were in the minority before the midterms. If they take power, which they did, they were going to haul Hunter in. At least Stefanik told me that to my face. Yeah. This is the marquee issue. This is the title fight in the Oversight Committee, possibly in the whole Congress, because we've been talking on this panel a lot about China. China, you know, the balloon and China and Russia. You can't separate Hunter from China. So much of Hunter's income came from China. And we know that Hunter, by his own admission, was kicking a lot of that income back to his father. And we know that after Joe Biden left the vice presidency, he was allegedly involved in a scheme to work with Hunter to sell liquefied natural gas to China, which James Comer, the chairman of the House Oversight Committee, has said he is looking into. So it does raise the question, 
is President Biden compromised by China through his son? And that's the root of what we want to get answers. And, and what I've been saying over and over again is this is not a Hunter Biden story. This is a Joe Biden story because Hunter was paying all the bills for the family. Yes. And right. what were they selling? They were selling time with the vice president, selling time with the senator. And look at these emails we have. Ten percent of CEFC held by H for the big guy. I mean, come on. They were all in business of selling influence. Yes. This, this entire story is an influence peddling story. But I think that the Republican Party has has had a problem with messaging that every time they talk about Hunter, every time they mention Hunter, every time Hunter is the headline, I think they, they get further and further away from from why America should care about this, because it is a significant influence and peddling issue involving our top official, right? The president of the United States. And and prior to that, the, the VP. Right. So, but I, but I think they, they seem, once again, I keep going back to, to the idea of crisis communications and messaging, because it's so important to, to try to get a message out <laughs> to the American public. And I think they've just missed it here. Well, here's the message, okay, Mark? How is a sitting president going to make decisions on communist China on behalf of America after he and his family have taken in tens of millions of dollars from communist he can't. China? He's, he's compromised. He's bought and paid for. He's bought and paid for. And obviously, you know, the White House is afraid that these documents that that um, that they're subpoenaing from Hunter are going to expose that connection, that, that the big guy is involved. Um, you know, when you look at President Biden, um, he tweeted something last week, actually. He probably didn't tweet it. Chat GPT probably tweeted Somebody. it for him, <laughs> yeah. you know, but the, the tweet said something. He was attacking the billionaire tax rate. You know, billionaires pay eight percent tax or something like that. And the real question to President Biden is how much tax did you pay on the influence peddling income that you and your son are generating from overseas? That's the real question. There are one hundred and fifty suspicious activity reports. What is a suspicious activity report? A suspicious activity report is what the bank sent to the Treasury because they say, oh, suspicious activity has occurred. Millions of dollars have been transferred to accounts that are tied to Hunter Biden. Yep. Right. It's a problem. Yeah. It's <laughs> a big problem. It's a very diplomatic way That's to say a, media. It's a problem. I mean, yeah. Most Americans go their whole lives without generating one suspicious activity report. He has I would hope 50. So. so that's a major red flag. Yeah, big red flag. Exactly right. I will take. Oh, sorry about that, folks. I had a. I had to take a minute there because uh, okay, this this fellow that anyway, it, it, that's good points though. Everything they brought up there, very good points. How how is this not about the president? This is all about the president. Of course it is. This has got nothing to do with of Hunter. Of course it is. Yep. But it's all political theater because yep. nothing's ever going to come from that. It's all over from there. We can't go too much longer tonight because our kid is on his way back from a rifle match. So I have to go pick him up. Um, no, go two up from there. Where? That, that, uh, up, not that one. Go up one. Yeah, that one. Where did it play that one? No, we didn't. Oh, all right. I skipped around in there when you were going off before. Oh, okay. It's all good. Because, so oh, this is. Ultimate political theater. Oh, yeah, this is ultimate political theater. This is. They're like, still wearing fucking masks in Congress. Are you kidding me? No, this is, yeah, this is Congress. What the fuck are they wearing masks for? I don't know. Go ahead, play this now. What the fuck is this? The gentleman yields back, Mr. Buck. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Attorney General, I'd like to direct your attention to the easel behind me. Uh, the first painting is a Claude Monet. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't read any of the words. 
you don't need to. Okay. You just need to look at this great painting right it's here. It's a very beautiful painting. It is beautiful. And uh, it is listed at Christie's for $700,000. Uh, now, Claude Monet was uh, the founder of the Impressionist uh, movement, something I didn't know until I researched it. Um, the second painting is a Degas. It, uh, another world-renowned artist, and this painting sold for $500,000. The third painting, you may recognize this name, is a Hunter Biden. I, I, Biden don't, I don't recognize the painting. The Hunter Biden painting sold for $500,000 also. Now, you may think that such an exclusive, um, that, that when Hunter Biden is in such exclusive company, that he would have a background, you know, artistic training, for example. Um, but you would be wrong if you thought that. And you might think that he had some sort of apprenticeship with a world-renowned artist, but you would be wrong again if you thought that. Or perhaps that he has been selling his works for years, and again, unfortunately, you would be wrong. It turns out that in 2019, Hunter Biden couldn't find a gallery to list his art. And what happened in 2020 that changed all that? His dad became president of the United States. Now a single piece of art from Hunter Biden sells for more than the average American home. This art arrangement is so suspicious that the Obama administration ethics czar, Walter Schaub, tweeted on July 10th of this year, Hunter Biden should cancel this art sale because he knows the prices are based on his dad's job. Shame on POTUS if he doesn't ask Hunter to stop. By the way, Mr. Attorney General, this is the same Hunter Biden who's being investigated by your department and the IRS for tax fraud. Selling fakes or selling or having a fake skill set is nothing new to Hunter Biden. When his dad was vice president, Hunter Biden received $50,000 a month from a Ukrainian oligarch to sit on a board of an energy company. What was Hunter Biden's background in energy? Nada, nothing, zilch. Soon after he received his dad, um, soon after he and his dad got off Air Force Two in China, Hunter Biden became a private equity guru and assisted with a Chinese private equity firm linked to the Chinese Central Bank. You might ask what his background was with Pacific Rim Investments or the Chinese Central Bank. Nothing. With his dubious track record, inquiring minds might question why any art gallery would want to sell Hunter Biden's art. Well, this particular art gallery had its COVID relief loan more than doubled by the Biden administration. In a survey of more than 100 art galleries in New York's 10th Congressional District, this particular art gallery received by far the largest SBA disaster loan. And as an aside, Mr. Attorney General, the member who represents the 10th Congressional District is none other than Chairman Nadler. Mr. Attorney General, who buys Hunter Biden's art? Who benefits? What benefits do they receive from the Biden administration? The American people want to know. I have sent a letter to the Department of Justice before your tenure asking them to appoint a special counsel to investigate Hunter Biden. I have uh, today sent a letter to you, and I am asking you uh, now, will you appoint a special counsel to investigate Hunter Biden? I'm not, uh, for the same reason that I'm not um, able to respond to questions about investigations of the former president, or of anyone else, I'm not unable, able to discuss uh, any investigations pending or otherwise with respect to any uh, citizen of the United States. Mr. Mr. 
uh, Attorney General, I worked for the Department of Justice for 15 years. You are allowed to tell us whether you will appoint a special counsel. You may not tell us whether you are uh, investigating or not investigating a particular matter, but you are allowed to tell us whether you will appoint a special counsel. And that's my question. Well, apparently I just received a letter today from you and uh, we'll be taking it under advisement, but I, I wasn't aware that you had sent me a letter. Okay. I appreciate it. Um, Mr. Chairman, I yield back, but I would like to first place into the record two articles, uh, one from Vox, why Obama's former ethics czar is highly critical of Hunter Biden's lucrative art sales, and the second from the New York Post, Art Galley repping Hunter Biden received 500,000 federal COVID loan records show. Without objection. Gentleman yields back. I yield back, yes. Gentleman yields back, Mr. Swalwell. General Garland, uh, you may not. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about that. I kind of want to hear what Swalwell had to say. I mean, go ahead. I mean, because Swalwell, you know, that's a pussy boy. He's a fucking Chinese traitor. I gotcha. But actually, we got to kind of get out of here. Yeah, we do pretty soon. Uh, I guess I can cut away from this. We go to humor or something. Yes, go to, go to, um, or maybe crazy people. Or maybe crazy people. Yeah. There's There's always good shit out there. Nutty shit. There's humor or crazy people. Humor is the last one. Crazy people is the second to last one. Let's take one from each. How's that? Can we do that? Um. Okay. Which one? I don't care. Not that one. Oh yeah, here you go. There we go. Crazy people. This is officially nutty. Yeah. Nutty, nuttier than squirrel shit, folks. Mm-hmm. You tell me where you stand, but... Maya Okami may look like a human, but she identifies as a wolf. And she joins us now live from her home in Seattle to tell us more. Hi, Naya. Hi, Thank Naya. you for joining us today. <laughs> so this started uh, at the age of 10 with dreams. So explain the process here. What's happened? Um, so I am a British Columbia wolf therianthro. Um, so it started with dream shifting. So that's when I had a dream of myself um, as a British Columbia wolf. And I could view myself in some of these dreams. Like I could actually um, see myself sort of as an observer. And in some of these dreams, I was, you know, acting as a wolf. Um, so this sort of happened originally, it came from watching the anime Wolf's Reign. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like somehow uh, this wolf is me. It was kind of this automatic association. Um, and then I went from that to kind of looking more about actual wolves, real life wolves. And the more and more I looked at, the more and more I began to identify sort of in that way. And that's why that's under crazy people. <laughs> oh, can I identify as a uh, fuck? We really shouldn't let our kid watch anime. I don't even know what I just watched. She what? identifies as a wolf. I identify as a dildo. Um, a big one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, all right. One more. One more. Holy one more. Shit. To round out the night. Oh, my God. Oh, it's a Friday. Oh, wow. We, we can go a little late. Yeah, but I have to go pick up the kid. Oh. 
But first, let's take a moment and check in on the leader of the free world, President Joe Biden, who this week was given a clean bill of health from his physician who declared Joe is healthy and vigorous and is fit to successfully execute the duties of the presidency. Mm. Bridge over the, uh, over, the, over the Holly River. Look, and, and Warsaw, or excuse me, Washoe County in Nevada. We're spending $89 billion to add several lanes. Brilliant. And Biden was this week in no mood to answer questions about his weird response to random balloons being shut down. And then he got very angry when journalists asked questions about his family's dodgy business dealings with China. Give me a break, man. Give me a break, man. But back to that routine physical he completed this week where an extremely detailed neurologic exam found no sign of cognitive decline, none at all. You know, our natural wonders uh, are, uh, you know, inspired and the reflection inspires our to take action. You know, um, uh, America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the, foot, uh, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping traveling with him. And that's when traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. A solid meeting with um, with uh, the uh, they make a very good point. Here's the deal. Here's what drives the driver in the states that are affected. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go. You know the you know the thing. You know the thing. <laughs> Joe Biden has been <laughs> cognitively sound for years. I mean, only a perfectly sane man in peak physical and mental condition would recount a story like this. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. And I did. And back in those days, to show how things have changed, one of the things you had to use, if you used pomade in your hair, you had to wear a bathing cap. Step those days used to remember the straight race. You'd bang them on the curb, get them rusty, put them in a rain barrel, get them rusty. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight, and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yes, no man has ever been better equipped to lead the United States and indeed all of the free world and the current commander in chief. We're in good hands, folks. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> This is how we're looked at across the world. Yeah. Oh, my God. Holy shit. What's wrong with us? I mean, it's 
so bad. It's oh my funny. god. It's so sad. It's funny. Ugh. Um I don't know what to tell you. Oh my lord. Lord and baby Jesus. We're entirely fucked. I'm so fucked. Uh, we will be lucky to live through the Biden presidency. Here's what I'll tell you. This comes from um and magazine substack okay you may choose to believe that joe biden is simply the most incompetent president in american history you may choose to consider that a guy who has taken tens of millions of dollars from the chinese communist party might be playing for the other team what you must accept if you are awake and lucid is that our nation is in the greatest peril that it has been since 1941 Vladimir Putin just opted out of the last remaining nuclear arms control treaty that existed between his nation and ours Russian ballistic nuclear submarines have also been put on alert, and Putin is talking in terms of deploying new types of nuclear weapons. Putin is explicit in tying his actions to American support for Ukraine. They intend to transform a local conflict into a phase of global confrontation, he said in announcing in the Russian withdrawal from the start stark Nuclear, nuclear weapons, weapons treaty. treaty. Yeah. This is exactly how we understand it all, and we will react accordingly because in this case, we are talking about the existence of our country. Our response to all this has been for Biden to travel to Ukraine and effectively write the Ukrainian government a blank check for endless support. We have just announced yet another massive aid package for Kiev. $500 million. Putin is in a corner. Uh, his conventional forces have been shredded. His nuclear weapons look increasingly like his last best hope okay his conventional forces haven't been, Not tried. been tried. his conventional forces haven't been deployed yet he hasn't deployed any of his major regiments he's only deployed mercenaries to this point the top 27 regiments that he has, he has not moved anywhere they're still in the same place they've been uh -huh. since day one and we keep upping the ante so the China's ones top diplomat in Moscow for discussions with the Russians. Um, so like uh, about two years ago is in Moscow. Yeah. Where are uh, my vets, my tanker vets? Uh, this is going to scare you. Um, you guys remember when the T-81 came out? You remember what the T-81 was? It's basically a, uh, is a, is basically a one five five on wheels and they could put it on you pretty quick. Um, T-81 scared a lot of tankers, and uh, that's where the U.S. all of a sudden catapulted forward, weirdly, out of nowhere. Um, we catapulted forward with the M1. The M1 was the answer to the Russian T-81. Now, the difference between the T-81 and the M1 is the M1 can fire on the move. The T-81 has to stop to fire, um, which makes it very vulnerable. Um when you have a vehicle that can move close to 60 miles an hour and fire around within five meters of its target um, with a fucking basically shooting a Yugo at it, um, that's pretty fucking badass. Mm. Um, that's pretty good. And w when you start talking about stuff like this. Well, here's something else. Putin um, just talked about they released the T-86. So hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 hold on. This is really important. Putin just announced the development of the T-86. Why is that important? Because it combats, goes up against the Abrams? No, the T-86, first of all, is a Terminator unit. Oh. Guess what the name of the tank is in Russian? What? Terminator. Terminator. Excellent. Okay. Guess what it's got on it? A red fucking eye. Excellent. So um, just to make sure no one thought Zelensky was going to go out on his own. The American ambassador to the United Nations 
Linda Thomas-Greenfield, at her own commentary. If there are any thoughts and efforts by the Chinese and others to provide lethal support to the Russians in their brutal attack on Ukraine, against Ukraine, that that is unacceptable. That would be a red line. Now, we all know how seriously, you know, our various administrations take red lines because Obama's red line obviously came and went and no one gave a fuck. Um, but uh, this apparently be a red line. Do you remember... There was a, a little, a little, you know, running blurb on the bottom, um, I believe, of the the, there the, was a news the, the Navy yeah. SEAL yeah. clip, yeah. right, with Rob, and and I think it said uh, uh, China declined to vote against Russia at the UN. Correct. Mm. That's one step away from actually assisting them. Because they're already assisting them. Anyway. They already have been. And on know top, that. I know, I know. Everybody knows that. And on top of that, the Iranians are reported to have now enriched uranium to 84%, highly enriched uranium. It is commonly accepted that an HEU level of 90% is sufficient to make an atomic bomb. Without getting lost in the technical details of the enrichment process, the amount of time it will take from the Iranians to go from 84% to 90% is negligible. Could happen in a matter of weeks. Actually, days, depending mm. on how fast they turn up their Assuming super Assuming the Iranians have resolved the engineering issues involved with the assembly of an atomic bomb, which they almost certainly have. Once Tehran has the HEU, it needs it has the bomb more likely it has a bunch of bombs and warheads the iranians already have the missiles to which to deliver those warheads a nuclear armed iran means war in the middle east israel will never consider coexistence with ayatollahs in possession of nuclear nope. weapons an israeli attack could in fact come any time in an effort to stop tehran from completing the enrichment process they already did mm -hmm. they hit uh they just hit uh, was it like three weeks ago you all saw it. Well, this was from two days ago. This subsec was two days ago. So well, three weeks ago, they hit a, uh, a, a supposedly. Uh, we saw it on the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, we saw the, the the headline, the banners, and we were watching Fox News, and they were like, "Oh, we're reporting from Iran, Tehran, and they had uh, had uh, supposedly uh, UAVs dropped hellfires." Yep. Well, um, yeah, basically we're, I mean, we're fucked. So yeah, whatever. We're, we're, oh, and the war for Pakistan has begun. Hey, I'm in a good mood. Can we end on a good note? Okay. Something funny, something like happy. All right. We'll do one more. Find one more Fine. that's happy and fun. I will do one I'm in for a good you mood. That's, that's super happy. Um, in fact, it's one that you wanted me to play uh, a couple of days ago, but I just, I, I didn't see it until today. So. Oh no shit. You got it. Which um, one? No, it's not that one. Oh, that one's that was kind of funny. It wasn't really hysterical. No, that one's really funny, but it's that one is one. it's not that one. I've seen that one too. That is kind of funny. Here you go. They, oh, <laughs> you got it. Okay, here you go. <laughs> All right, we're gonna end we're gonna end on this one. I'm gonna get out of here. So hey, you guys love this. You're gonna mm -hmm. love this. This is fucking hysterical. Oh, this is an extreme job, by the way. <sighs> Everybody just calm down and relax. Yep, yep. it's okay gonna be okay hey everybody marie willa here transgender woman extraordinaire um i'm, I'm kind of excited um because as of today as long as all the funds are there and nothing happens to stop it and my insurance company approves it in 180 days i will Perform the most aggressive tuck I've ever done in my life. In, in other words, my sheenus, my 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 Audi, 
it will get to become my Annie. I get to have my bottom surgery. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Bye, sweetheart. A sheenus? What the fuck is a sheenus? Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Oh, my no. God. No. Oh, my God. No. I get to reassign it. No. I get to reassign it. A sheenus. I, I didn't know I got requested. I didn't know. A sheenus. Oh, so happy. I wonder how much I'm going to make from this. I mean, it depends on... I, I guess I need to learn medical billing so I can start trying to insurance companies. <laughs> How do you charge for lead? Oh. <laughs> Free deliverance, of course. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Ten ounces of silver. Absolutely, sir. Oh, God. Love it. Love All it. Right. That's fucking hysterical. Where are we at here? Anyone over on Pilled? Uh, Mick released the scratch in a little bit ago, so go hit that. Don't forget that our. Um, Featured sponsor of the night is Dr. Sherwood yeah. or the Docs Sherwood. So go to Sherwood.tv slash Patriot Party. I'll bring you to his free ebook and links to get his um, kingdom fuel and uh, some of his vitamins, supplements, all kinds of great stuff. And you can actually even have like genetic testing done there. Um, if you're sick, like my aunt, and you want to heal your entire body, bind body, mind, and soul, um, Go go see go reach out to the Doc Sherwood because they're amazing. I'm so. kind of uh, actually um, thinking we might go do that. Okay. I, I mean, in the future, at some point. Okay. I, I I'm serious. I think that would be interesting. Interesting. All right. Yes. Anyway, either way, uh, we will be back. Uh, I will be back tomorrow. She'll be back tomorrow with Heather for Choose Beers. Yep. I'm sorry for Freedom Gardens. For Freedom Gardens, yes. Let's say True Spiracy is um, not tomorrow. No, no, we're gonna do the the ultimate um the ultimate red pill on Freedom Gardens tomorrow. Okay. So, and uh, and that's at one p.m. I'm sorry, that's at two p.m. Eastern. I'm getting my days mixed up. My month, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's two p.m. Two p.m. Eastern tomorrow for Freedom Gardens. Yes. And then Sunday, one p.m. Eastern for True Spiracy. True Spiracy, correct. Yep. And what are we doing Sunday? The Book of Enoch. Be oh, Book of Enoch. Oh, great. Yep. More doom and gloom. So I need to get in a good mood for fucking Well, Sunday. okay. All right. All right. You want to get in a good mood real quick? Real quick, because you guys know that I love this. And we do still have like another. I mean, whatever. He'll be fine. Um, this is still going on. The revival is still going on in Asbury. They've asked people to stop live streaming it. And they've tried to push it like to other places. But it's it's still it's still, still happening. On. It's still going on.
brings me to tears every time look at all those people praying singing amazing loving god it is amazing i love it all right well so we're gonna get out of here because i gotta go pick up our kid see yep and i'll be back tomorrow i'm not not crying you you fuckers are i'm not crying you are fuck you fuck you all yep all right so dicks <laughs> that is, that's awesome it's so awesome it's so awesome. you can't ignore that that's no and it's 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 all over now it's not just an asbury it has gone across the country it's gone across the world now these revivals are popping up everywhere i i i heard um they've identified uh, 22 different ones across the country as of today fuck that they gotta go i heard and like uh, i said it's england. now across the world i yes. heard there's one in england yes. Yeah, I heard like one of them sprung up in yeah. one of the monasteries in England. Yep, across the world. Holy shit! Wow, that is, yeah, that's something. I am not supposed to be there though, so nope. I know that, and I don't need to be there, so we'll be here. So we'll keep trying to help you all out and guide you best we can down the yep. road. We think we're we're running. I yep. mean, you see that? I'm sorry if you don't well up with some sort of emotion then fuck you might want to check your pulse because you can't be alive after that that's amazing to yeah. see that i'm still blown away anyway we will be back uh sunday for true spiracy for the book of enoch which is <laughs> yeah church, uh, sunday. church sunday church it sunday. will be church sunday be church i can sunday. guarantee that yep. uh, we're gonna be saying ooh, yep okay. we'll be talking about some stuff and guarantee it might come back. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Either so, way, yeah. uh, we will be back. We'll see you then. Like, share, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Par for the course. And again, uh, make sure you also tune in and check out Liana on Monday morning at 9.05 mm-hmm. um, because she's your morning anger. I'm your evening anger. And uh, we just keep going through the week that way. Um, <sighs> All right. We'll see you then. Yeah. Uh, for the Mick. And v Have a great night, fuckers. And uh, we'll see you on Sunday. Thanks for watching. I'll see you tomorrow. I love
make it to the gate. You can't depend on your waiters, cause you'll be over your tater. I'm talking growing tomatoes, yeah. Feeding the worms, I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave. Before I take a knee as our anthem play. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say. And my second amendment handles what I can. I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line. Don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't run or hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue collar boy from the south. And you can fuck around and find out. I love my country, love my freedom. Fuck a welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, sun running your Strapped up in a white I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can be I teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirty South With a truck seat high And he straight pipes loud We need man up or sit your ass down. We done talking. Fuck around and find out. Love my country, love. 